Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag3, whoever he is. Get your quad fascist ass out of here! Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. You are a terrific team on all counts. Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this This is the Matt and Blonde Show. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international over depression. (laughs) Hey, why the fuck is the gas so hot, bitch? I know from my Twitter feed uh, that many of you have wondered why I have been off the air for a little while. Well, I have been dealing with a little bit of a health scare. I began to feel chest pains and they waxed and waned. I started to think something was actually wrong. I woke up with severe pains both in my chest and in my left shoulder. I knew enough at that moment to understand that it could mean that I was having a heart attack. I run seven miles three to four times a week. I'm a pretty healthy person. I was diagnosed with pericarditis, inflammation of the lining of my heart, brought on by a virus, a literal common cold. I doubt it. You are fake news. You're a very, very silly person. Very fake news. Oh my God, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. Today I feel uh, gay. Congratulations, buddy. Great story. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. Congratulations to both of you. You're awesome. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. I, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the very best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. I'm told this is the Matt and Blunt Show. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for not joining the party. I shouldn't say it that way. That sounds like I'm taking shots. But I, I received more than my fair share of emails this week from people requesting that I take care of the Chinese balloon myself. And I figured, well, if I'm if I'm going to do it, I'll do it the responsible way, the Joe Biden way. I will take a shotgun and fire two blasts off the porch <laughs> right. and not use an assault weapon. But the opportunity never presented itself. Indeed, I never saw... Shame. The balloon in question. It, it was uh, northeast of here, its general trajectory. So I never saw it. And it's been cloudy lately. So I think I missed it. Mm. Real Americans help the Chinese these days. You know? <laughs> I, I figured you'd have an edgy take about who the real villain is here. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, th- my, my other appreciation about this ridiculous story is those sorts of Meme photos were placed all over. You had politicians, Carrie Lake, other people did it. Uh, Joke pictures of them pointing guns at the sky. Like, I heard there's a Chinese balloon out there. Yeah. And then you have the joyless, humorless left responding. You know that that can't get 66,000 feet into the air. Don't you, you idiot. Yes. She's not. It's a joke. She's not actually going to shoot at. It's irresponsible to fire off a projectile in a direction you have no idea where it's going to land. Nobody did that. They were just joking. It's fine. What if we had Alec Baldwin get rid of the Chinese spy balloon to get amnesty 
for his uh, murder charge. Well, then we maybe we could all come together as a country. I'm sure everybody gets a little <laughs> something in that deal. So we will get to the week of the Chinese spy balloon. It's now been shot down off the coast of South Carolina as of yesterday. We'll talk about all of that. Plus, uh, Joe Biden brags about the economy and says he takes no blame personally for inflation because inflation was bad when he became president. Though, of course, the data say otherwise. I missed the rush of the fact checkers to correct this one, even though if you go to uh, to the data source, it's very clear about when exactly inflation started. But he'll just lie anyway. Uh, AOC creates a show on the House floor. She's returned to her southern preacher mode. Uh, to, to express her outrage about Ilhan Omar getting kicked off the Foreign Affairs Committee. What a show. I, I totally, my tweet about that was legendary. I was I so did, proud of myself. I didn't see what you tweeted. I said, what is this? The house or the Waffle House? Bitches be throwing chairs and shit. <laughs> I was right. really proud of myself. Uh, chick, chick joke recognized. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So we'll get to that show. I, I forgot all about Paul Gosar's anime video of him killing or threatening AOC. That was a year and a half ago. That that became a part of this story, too. Uh, it is February, which means it is officially Black History Month. I did not Yay. acknowledge that on the Wednesday stream. Not all celebrations are welcome, apparently, though. Some have been deemed hateful, including a school lunch in New York and a specially decorated police car in Miami. We will check in on those stories. Plus, before we get out of here, we have hoax hate from Down Under, and tonight's movie review is Top Gun. So stick around. We'll catch up with your super chats in between topics, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show, because we are no good low-down money grabbers. Of course, it will be all this and more. On your favorite couple hours of listening material, remember you can find everything show-related and support the show for as little as a buck a month over on the website. That is mattchristensenmedia.com. We also have show merchandise for sale on the site. Plus, we have offers from friendly listener-owned businesses as well. This week's feature business is our friends at Sonoran Defense Technologies. At Sonoran Defense Technologies, we, underst we understand that the two-way industry is a unique community with people from all walks of life who come together over the love of firearms and freedom. We also know that control and comfort when it comes to your firearms and gear is absolutely crucial. As such, we produce advanced stippling that provides a great-looking design with the performance to match. You will maintain a positive grip during even the most demanding situations, whether on duty or EDC. Sonoran Defense is renowned for our precision laser stippling on OEM Glock frames and CZ P0709s, which provides both aesthetic profiles and performance enhancements that are far superior to what factory textures provide the shooter. We also pride ourselves on great customer service and response time. We stand by all of our work and simply do not cut corners. It has to be perfect every time. Learn more about our brand and the full range of products and services at SonoranDefense.com. And remember, Sonoran doesn't just make the coolest custom Glocks around. They can custom laser engrave magazines, knives, drinkware, and more. They even laser engrave the artwork on the very PC that is streaming this show right now. You can get 10% off everything from our friends at Sonoran Defense using promo code G's. That's J-E-E-Z at SonoranDefense.com for 10% off. Find everything you need from Sonoran Defense, plus other great offers from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses like Hero Soap Company, 
Phoenix Ammunition, Western Razor Company, and more. That's at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals by listeners for listeners. A couple of quick announcements. Uh, next week, we have a uh, delay due to gay football. It's Super Bowl Sunday next week. And so in the interest of not competing oh. with the Super Bowl, we will delay the show until after the game is over. As is our annual tradition, that will put us on schedule to start about an hour late, approximately 10 p.m. Eastern time. So that enjoy the game. Too late. I won't. I don't care. This is the seventh time we've done this. Yeah. All but have pissed me off. You haven't. Uh, you don't make any food. You, you, you do you not view the Super Bowl in your household. No, I do watch the halftime show. Yeah. I don't even know who's in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl is the Chiefs and the Eagles. But I don't know who's doing the halftime show. Wasn't it Beyonce and like Rihanna or something? I something bet it's like going to be slutty and uh, it's going to be some black nonsense. So I will tune in for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I didn't know uh, that was part of the consideration, but uh, okay. Of course it is. She's going to do some some black power signs ah. and there's going to be some kneeling. Not for blowjobs, but for okay. black power. I see. More political in orientation. I understand. Aren't you excited for that? Right. And then there's going to be some commercials I'm interested in for political reasons. That's pretty much it. Then. Well, so you are going to watch it. So this isn't even controversial. No, no. I'm going to watch the I'm going to look on Twitter and see what commercials piss people off. And then I'm going to watch them on YouTube. Ah, OK. Well, maybe maybe we can break down the the, the craziest ones as part of the show, assuming they're out beforehand, which they usually are. Anyway, that's enough of that. I only meant to spend about 30 seconds on that. Next announcement. We can now read Super Chats on Rumble. We have been streaming on Rumble for a long time now, but Rumble never offered us a way to read the chats on demand. Uh, I had to see them live or miss them, which made it, as a practical matter, very difficult to do without interrupting the show. Well, thankfully, now somebody has built a browser extension that allows me to capture all of the Rumble rants. It's called, uh, or as they're called, Rumble rants, Rumble Super Chats. So if you'd like to move away from YouTube, but still Super Chat, or support the show with a live message um, without dealing with Susan's hefty 30% fee, which is much higher than everybody else's, of course, Rumble is now an option for you. Uh, So we will read those rumble chats during our usual chat breaks an hour into the show and at the end. All right. Uh, Quick updates on the Tyree Nichols story that we uh, got into last week. See if I can grab, where's my article? I want it work. This story just keeps getting more and more ghetto. Um, Well, last week we talked of course about the fatal police beating of, of Tyree Nichols in Memphis and we were considering the possibility that the officers involved are actually in a gang or there's some kind of personal reason why this happened insofar as the beating itself just didn't seem to make a lot of sense. There's police brutality when you have resisting arrest as was the case, but this, the holding him back, the punching him in the face, the kicking him in the face. This was a, this was well beyond your typical instance of police brutality that we otherwise see. So speculation that there might be some personal angle. Well, uh, authorities are now investigating a rumor that Tyree Nichols was in a relationship with one of the officer's ex-girlfriends and the mother of his child. So one of the cops, the allegation is one of the cops has a baby mama 
who works at FedEx or worked at FedEx with Tyree Nichols. We know you Tyree can't Nichols. can't say baby mama. That's what it says. That's what the source says in the story. <laughs> so we know Tyree Nichols worked at FedEx. The right. rumor here, and I stress rumor, this is unsubstantiated, but authorities are saying they're investigating it. Now, the rumor is that the baby mama also worked at FedEx. And the claim is that the beating was as, as a result of Tyree Nichols sleeping with that woman. And then this cop, according to this claim, took a photo of Tyree Nichols face after kicking his ass and sent and sent it to the baby mama. That's the claim. We don't have substantiation of that mm. rumored at this point. But uh, but is this why my packages are always late because they're dealing with all this baby mama drama. Yeah, I don't know. It might have something to do with it. It's certainly not helping uh, given the constraints of the current economy as well. Uh, Tyree Nichols family denies the allegation. His stepfather, Rodney Wells, said, quote, my son was not messing around with one of the officer's wives. Now, <laughs> specifically, the accusation is about an ex, not a current wife, but I assume that's what he means. The Nichols family attorney says the rumor is not true and says even if it was, it does not change the fact that the assault was a gross abuse of power. Yeah, but it would change the narrative that police hunt black people for sport, even if they are black themselves, which was... Yeah. Largely an accusation made at the funeral this week and has been made by all sorts of, of pundits in reaction to this story. Oh, interesting. Um, this rings true. It rings true. And as we've learned, yeah. uh, that's all it, that's all that's necessary. No evidence necessary at all. Uh, that is true. That I, I yeah. But, Sometimes a story has like an element of truth and that's how I make my decisions. Hmm. My gut. <laughs> <laughs> how very George W. Bush of you. I know, right? Uh but yeah, if, if this is true, then it would be for a, a purely personal motive, nothing to do with these broader narratives of systemic racism and such. But which didn't hold water anyway. So, well, yeah, you already have to be it's it's a, a lot of uh, mental labor to get to the mm -hmm. point where five black cops kicking a black guy's ass till yeah. he dies has something to do with them operating on behalf of white supremacist views or something like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh Watch out for the cold this winter. It's it's really, really bad. You get a cold, you're going to end up hospitalized for the better part of a month with an inflamed heart and or tissue around the heart. This was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing today. Let's watch this. Yasmin Vesuvian. <laughs> I think I'm saying that right. But she's a daytime MSNBC anchor who has been off the air for a month or so. She returned to the seat on Tuesday and she announced that she has had a months long battle with pericarditis was her original diagnosis that's inflammation of the tissue around the heart as well as myocarditis that is the inflammation of the heart itself she says that despite her healthy lifestyle she got this inflammation from a common cold infection <laughs> i know from my twitter feed uh, that many of you have wondered why i have been off the air for a little while well, I have been dealing with a little bit of a health scare. On December 20th, I began to feel chest pains and they waxed and waned over a period of 10 days. It was December 30th when I finally went to an urgent care and was told I had reflux. The next day on December 30th, I woke up with severe pains both in my chest and in my left shoulder. I knew enough at that moment to understand that it could mean could is the keyword here that I was having a heart attack. I run seven miles three to four times a week, or I did. I do yoga. I don't eat meat. I don't smoke. I'm a pretty healthy person. But on that day, I was anything but. I was diagnosed with pericarditis, inflammation of the lining of my heart, brought on by a virus, a literal 
common cold, but that was not the end. Three days later, I was readmitted when I felt a flutter in my heart. They determined I had developed myocarditis, inflammation of the actual heart now, the heart muscle. Hmm. How could they possibly know that was from a virus? Well, that sounds like the sort of question that a right-wing anti-vax peddling conspiracy theorist would ask, according to the debunking at the Daily Beast. Even though the story itself here acknowledges that there is at least uh, a small uh, or a rare risk of myocarditis and or pericarditis following uh, well, w- when you get the mRNA COVID vaccine. According to the CDC's website, the story itself says. So uh, they acknowledge that that piece of evidence but say that you're insane for speculating that that might in fact be an issue here. And as other fact checkers on the story note, uh, you can in fact get myocarditis from having a cold. It's a serious but rare condition. You can get it from the common cold, the flu, or even COVID-19 itself. That's what the Daily Beast says as well, that the risk of getting myocarditis is higher from COVID itself than it is from the vaccine. That's their claim. There's no fucking way that's true. But but in all of these uh, cases... They're telling you that these are all whether you're talking about a an adverse event from the injection or you're talking about an actual case of myocarditis from some sort of viral infection, that these are rare but serious conditions. And if you speculate that one might be more likely than the other, even though they're all rare but serious, according to their own statistics, uh, that makes you some kind of conspiracy theorist, despite the fact that they have no further evidence to be certain in their claim than anyone who blames the injection has in making their in right. their claim. Now, I've seen reports that this woman is um, yeah, fully vaccinated, fully boosted, all that. I haven't seen that confirmed. I'm guessing people are uh, inferring that from her working status at MSNBC. I think they probably had a mandate. They require it, don't they? Uh, I think that's how people are getting it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, serious but rare is true for all possible causes here. You just you can't uh, consider one particular one. That's the conspiracy theorist cause. I'm not a cardiologist, but I don't know how they could possibly tell the difference between viral and spike protein induced myocarditis. Yeah, actually, I wonder what uh, I wonder what Peter McCullough might say about that. Yeah, Um, seriously. They clearly have no idea what's going on because she went in. They're like, you have reflux, which they just told you. Yeah, that was what they said on her first visit. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it is possible. I I would like to know the answer to that. Is it possible to to make a distinction between a virus acquired case of myocarditis versus a uh, something that might possibly in a fantasy world be related to the injection, Susan? I wonder if there is an indicator they can rely on. Anyway, another story here. Uh, I wait, 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 am I, do you, am I ahead do of myself? Do you have mixed oh, feelings about the story? Did I, did I forget the story here? Oh, I forgot to put it in the, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to get this up on screen because of course, uh, yes. When I, have, I was reading this, I was like, Matt is going to, because there's the race angle. So you feel bad for the guy, but then he's a cyclist. So he deserved to get murdered. So I, uh, I don't know. What to my do conflict there. is more on the principles of killing people versus, uh, oh, you know, oh, people right. I hate, but you know, similar moral dilemma here and that how is, can you truly hate somebody and not make some kind of murder allowance <laughs> i don't believe you hate them that much though. uh there are there are a few people who bother me as much as entitled cyclists as we've discussed on the show frequently as of late however i'm going to cuck and say that my dislike of them 
dare I say, even their own indiscretions, their breaking of the rules does not entitle me to um, dispose of them as I see fit. Okay, I'm, that's I'm going to say that yeah, that yeah. the 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 moral rule that life has value and ought to be preserved is higher and of more importance than my dislike for cyclists. But I don't know what the hell happened in this story. I've seen conflicting claims that it was a personal dispute. It was a personal dispute. This yeah. story from KTLA as of Friday says they didn't even know each other. So they I, well, they're okay. It's one of these like anonymous sources close to the yeah. situation say so. I suppose it's unconfirmed, but this was on the PCH and Dana Point on Wednesday. This driver, this black guy, 39-year-old Van Roy Evan Smith of Long Beach, he was driving a Lexus too, which will be important in a moment. He got out of his vehicle and he stabbed this um, Laguna Beach ER well, he did something through. before the stabbing. Yeah, he, he ran a jump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Michael John Mamone. So... Yeah. I suppose this isn't as important as um, or it's not as important as uh, as what actually happened. But the source did say that Smith or a family member of Smith was a disgruntled patient. So it's possible that this source is right and that it was uh. a family member of him that he thought was mistreated by the doctor. And so we ran the doctor down. And several witnesses said when they watched this happen, when he was getting stabbed, he was talking about the guy's white privilege. Okay. The white privilege. Yeah. Well, whatever the case, uh, it it uh, it was a case of car on cyclist violence to begin with. Here's the story. A man is in custody accused of hitting a cyclist, hitting a cyclist with his car and then beating him to death. Shocking ring video showing the moments where a cyclist is run down by a white sedan. The video shows the victim and the bicycle flying through the air. Moments later, investigators say the suspect turned their car around and attacked the cyclist. The suspect within that vehicle proceeded to exit his vehicle, walked up to the victim and assaulted him. We spoke to a neighbor who didn't want to go on camera. She says her family heard what sounded like a gunshot before the attack. When they ran outside, they heard the suspect making racial slurs about white privilege. The sheriff's office saying they didn't hear that. As of right now, no known relationship between the two and no known uh, motive. Now, other witnesses saying the suspect used a knife in that attack. We did ask police about that. They said they're not willing to comment on those rumors until the investigation is complete. Yes. Okay, so I've heard some people say that his car was stolen. I have not read that. I don't think his car was stolen. So hmm. it's the, it's this black guy in a nice Lexus stabbing a guy for his white privilege. I assume that he perceives there was some medical error made it must be what it is. Yeah, normally I would say the fact that he didn't just hit the cyclist, he got out and started stabbing him, stabbing him. Yeah. that that would be motivated by a rage that seemingly would have to be personal. However, I also understand how cyclists behave in traffic. So who knows? Maybe they didn't know each other at all. Entitled cyclist versus entitled black guy. Who wins? <laughs> I guess the uh, entitled black guy wins because ER doc is is dead. Uh, well, it doesn't look like he's going to be winning much because uh, the suspect here, Smith, was charged with one count of murder with a special enhancement of the use of a deadly weapon, a knife during the crime. And, How does that uh, change anything? Well, it sounds like he's going to he's going to have some serious prison time. But who yeah, knows? But it is kind of like a legal perspective. Why would that change? It, like, what oh, if I, oh, what if I just choke people to death? Uh, yeah, well, it's one of those things. It's like why Alec Baldwin faces five years in prison. It's because of a firearm enhancement. It's worse to kill someone in certain ways. Uh, that's just what 
People who wrote retarded. the law decided. That's retarded. Yeah. Uh, Smith pleaded not guilty on Friday. Due back in court on February 16th. He's being held on a million dollars bail. Ooh. Faces 25 to life. Unless he gets uh, unless another virus hits and he's let out in California. Yeah, really. And then he can murder more white doctors. Maybe I should <laughs> well, send him some money. Yeah, this this story repeats the same thing that the sheriff is saying uh, that that they had. They didn't know each other. Um, but mm. who knows? Uh, maybe we'll learn more on that story before we get into the, the Chinese balloon. Uh we have to we have to determine if this is a real person or if we're being if we're being I saw you tweeting about this. If we're being Alex Stein at the next level here. Is there that, is no way this is a real person. I couldn't find anything on the internet about him and it, this did not get get picked up by any mainstream media which they did some rudimentary means that they did rudimentary vetting and they they weren't able to substantiate it. Hmm. Like Tucker would have picked this up or something, right? Well, what uh I I've seen this in local Minnesota news coverage. And I've seen it, the video circulating on Twitter this week. But what is the, as far as I understand, Minnesota is considering becoming just like California, where they're going to have a right. so-called trans youth refuge bill, meaning if you yes. want to take your kid to Minnesota to go get trans uh, gender transition services for your kid, whether it's hormones, whether it's uh, surgery, that if if you're in a situation where say there's a child custody dispute or something. One parent wants that the other doesn't. Maybe you're in backwards Mississippi. So the parent who wants the gender transition for the kid drives up uh, to Minnesota and they can't, the Minnesota will not help enforce some sort of uh, order to bring those kids back to Mississippi. They will, Correct. they will facilitate the transitioning of the child is what the idea is here. Right. So this trans man uh, testified before a Minnesota House committee to talk about this, um, this bill claims to be the mother of two trans children, also married to a trans. Okay. So it's an low effort tranny. This is like Steven Crowder tranny. (laughs) Let's look at the clip. My name is Amber Mom. I use she, her pronouns. I am also a proud gender, transgender woman, but more importantly, I am the mother of two wonderful transgender and gender expansive children. It is our daily experience to be forced to keep track of which state is safe for us to visit. Minnesota has been overall very accepting and supportive of our family, but even then we don't feel 100% safe and assured that we will be able to get the gender affirming care that both of my kids need and deserve. Because of this, my trans partner and I frequently discuss plans to flee the country <laughs> trans partner yeah there's just no way there's no way this is this is for real if we're supposed good to believe for him though good for him I, I really hope it's a bit and if it is a bit he he followed through he did the makeup he bought the clothes um he grew out his hair that's yeah it looks real it doesn't look like a wig you're right it is not a wig yeah um but at face value this is the thing um whether or not this guy is trolling the politicians in Minnesota certainly are not. Uh, we're supposed to believe that this guy has this trans partner and that they have two trans kids. Nobody has figured out how exactly that came about. Like where the, is it a man and wife or uh, husband and wife originally? And they had kids the normal way, but then became trannies later. Did they adopt? If so, who gave this freak show family kids? Uh, but assuming all of that is not real, that this is just trolling, there is nothing insincere about Minnesota legislators 
listening to this and trying to enable or protect this behavior uh, in the very real sense. They are legislators in Minnesota are looking at this person and thinking everything he's saying is sincere and sensible and we should do exactly what he says. Yeah, totally. But this might be a like a for society thing, like the um, Canadian guy with the big hoots. There's no way that's true. Was that ever confirmed? I know that they weren't. I think they weren't able to fire him. Wasn't it ruled that he still got to. Yeah, they weren't able to fire him, but, but you know, that's, there's somebody that's like really taken one for the team and, and doing the bit until the end of the day of his days. And I think more people need to do that. Yeah. Well, maybe that is what this guy's doing. The average person looks at this and is like, uh, yeah, like this guy looks like a linebacker. Look at his shoulders. Look at that. Uh, a linebacker 20 years ago and he's done nothing but eat pizza since his playing days. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You don't knock on this guy. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's actually doing doing the Lord's work in disguise. Quite literally. I think so. There's just no way. There's no freaking way this is true. Trans guy, partner, trans kid. The guy's he claims his name. I heard Amber Mum. The post millennial the post millennial is reporting it as Amber Mom, but I think yeah. they're just guessing as well. We looked around to try to find who this person is, because I thought, well, the easiest way to verify if I can find an example of this person prior to this, that'd be a pretty good indicator that this isn't just a bit on the spot. He mentioned Nothing. that he's part of some trans rights group in St. Cloud. Yeah, I, I wasn't able to look into that. On this but... guy. The, he like doesn't exist on the Internet. Nobody can find anything. Even that thread with the original um, post on Twitter, like nobody. Nobody can find anything. If he's a real trans activist there's got to be some record of that publicly before yeah. but uh but if he's out there uh well, let's get amber mom on the show to explain amber mom's side of the story this is awesome this is like the robin d banks thing like we want to do this irl trolling bit where it's just ma- it's just plain to see for average americans that this whole thing is so ridiculous um more of this this is great shout Even out to amber it's real mom. more more of this all right, let's talk about the uh, the Chinese spy balloon, the story of the week. And uh, shout out to one listener who dropped this piece of artwork <laughs> in my inbox for show use. I appreciate that. And of course, shout out to the ori- the person who made the Matt and Blonde Soy Jacks in the first place. I forget who I, I didn't jot down that name, but you know who you are and you have our gratitude anyway. Um, didn't Sugar Tits do this uh, artwork originally, though? Uh, no, 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 that's not hers. Someone else did this stuff. U.S. fighter jets shot down the Chinese spy balloon six miles off the coast of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Saturday. This after the balloon floated the entire continent from Alaska down through Canada, crossing uh, the contiguous U.S. in Montana early in the week when it was publicly noticed. And then over the Midwest the last few days. In fact, I think based on what I read, it did a little hovering over north idaho for a little while almost yeah, a week yeah. ago then yeah, it came it. over into montana um but most importantly the reason that this is potentially significant is because it crossed over uh, a lot of military bases including malmstrom air force base this it's malmstrom air force base this surprised me as a montanan i should know this but in my head it's always malstrom air force base how do you really say it I've always heard Maelstrom, but it, there's another M in there. It's Malmstrom. 
Maelmstrom. Air Force really rolls Base. off the tongue. Yeah, it's, it's awkward uh, title. But Maelmstrom Air Force Base in Great Falls, Montana, where we keep uh, many of our intercontinental missiles. In fact, I, I, I as a Montanan, I should also know this. I, I read that we have 150 of these missile sites in Montana. I knew we had uh, a, a good defense system around here, but I was not aware it was so prolific. Anyway, uh, that would presumably be the reason the Chinese are interested in checking it out. Uh, here are a couple different angles of the moment that the balloon was shot down. This is about 2.30 p.m. Eastern time yesterday afternoon. Checking Twitter on several different official. Oh. Oh. I believe it just happened there. This is a, <laughs> a different high, high res or higher res shot you can see uh some debris falling there i hear you that debris could fuck somebody up yeah that uh that floating ghost could uh could take out you well i in fairness to that point i'm not sure that i i grant it but uh they're saying this thing was the size of like three buses or something it's, it's a significantly sized thing it's not quite like a paper airplane or something like that but uh, reportedly multiple Navy and Coast Guard vessels are in the vicinity of uh, where all this stuff fell into the ocean off the coast of South Carolina to attempt to recover pieces of uh, what the balloon was carrying. They believe the debris is spread out over a seven mile radius, but the area into which the debris fell is relatively shallow water. It's roughly 45 feet deep. Reports today say Navy divers have already been out looking to recover debris, though I haven't seen any reports of anything specific recovered just yet. Defense officials also say they were able to surveil and study the balloon during its flight to learn more about what sort of technology it included. So uh, it sounds like the uh, the same deal was offered to the Chinese. They get to surveil and study things to learn as much about us as they would like to as well until we got around to shooting it down. But China is uh, apparently not happy about shooting the balloon down. The Chinese government we shoot our weather balloon. <laughs> The Chinese government has acknowledged it was their balloon, but claims it was not for surveillance. Instead, it was a weather balloon that went off track. <laughs> I think there's another weather balloon that went off track over South America or, or Central America. I forget exactly where, but they, God, they I love a, the Chinese. So they have they're, they're having trouble with their weather balloon remote controls at the moment. <laughs> China has condemned the downing of the balloon as an act of aggression. Uh -huh. Quote, the U.S. used force to attack our civilian unmanned airship, which is an obvious overreaction. We express solemn protest against this move by the U.S. side. China's defense ministry spokesperson Tan Cafe said in a statement on Sunday afternoon, uh, China reserves the right to use necessary means to deal with similar situations, he added. So what is that? What does that mean? They're going to retaliate by shooting down some of our stuff. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They they view it as an act of aggression and they will respond in kind, they say. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, the Pentagon and the media ran with this explanation for not shooting it down uh, all week or not shooting it down earlier. Pentagon officials were saying that the risk of harming people or property with falling debris was greater than allowing the balloon to drift over the ocean before taking it down. Here is uh, Pentagon spokesperson Patrick Ryder. You said that this is uh, violating our airspace, so why not take it down? Considering the, the size of the payload on this, 
looking at the potential for debris uh, and the impact on civilians on the ground or property damage. We assess that it does not pose a risk to people on the ground as it currently is traversing the continental United States. And so out of an abundance of caution, uh, cognizant of the potential impact to civilians on the ground uh, from a debris field, uh, right now we're going to continue to monitor and review options. You hear that? Mm -hmm. The feds were just trying to protect North Idaho. For the first time ever. We're trying to make good. Um, Now, the Washington Post quickly did the work of the administration to explain why taking down the balloon was not so simple. In this piece, uh, the author reiterates a lot of the potential danger of the balloon falling on people or property. But I thought the rest of the explanation was interesting or uh, unsatisfying, I suppose, because I thought the, the title is like, well, why the Chinese spy balloon case isn't as simple as just shoot it down. And I'm thinking, okay, they probably have some technical reason that I'm not aware of. I need to read this Eh, risk, danger of falling debris, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here we go. Uh, It's because we do this all the time. I guess other countries do it all the time. The open skies treaty was signed in Mm -hmm. Helsinki in 1992 and went into force in 2002 with 34 other nations taking part. So apparently we had some international agreement that at least as long as notice is given, or there's some kind of consent basis that we allow these uh these surveillance flights to happen i thought that's interesting i didn't why would we allow that i didn't necessarily know about that but okay um what is is that directly related to this well no not actually uh the donald trump administration pulled out of that treaty in 2020 so it's not even active anymore but somehow it's relevant to this also china was never a party to the treaty oh thank you washington post for informing me totally useless information that has nothing to do with what we're talking about about a treaty that we're not party to that china has never been party to but that's why it's more complicated because there's a generally related international agreement that involves neither party in this particular case that's why it's more complicated thank you Appreciate the fact checkers. Now, apparently to Joe Biden, it was as simple as let's just shoot down the balloon because he's saying to reporters over the weekend, that was my order on Wednesday. I told my defense officials, let's shoot down the balloon. But then they said, okay, later, once it gets over the ocean. Briefed on the balloon, order the Pentagon to shoot it down on Wednesday as soon as possible. They decided without doing damage to anyone on on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was as it got over water. You were saying the recommendation from your was from your national security. I told them to shoot it down. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. But the recommendation They from said them. to me, let's wait till the safest place to do it. He is barely alive. Who is the real president anyway? Yeah, for real. Uh, according to his own description, Biden, the commander in chief, tells his defense people to do something and they say, eh, you know, actually, we're going to do it in a There's different way. way. And Biden says, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. OK. Uh, it's also reported over the weekend. Biden knew about the balloon the whole time or has known about it for the better part of a week and apparently said and did nothing about it. Uh, Bloomberg reports yesterday that the Biden administration was fully aware of this balloon's route down from Canada and over North Idaho uh, dating back to January 28th. So that is, what day is that? Like that would ago? be last Saturday. Uh, so they've known about it since last Saturday, almost a week before the public became aware. And according to this report, the reason they didn't want to say anything is not because of classified information or national security secrets. They just didn't want to compromise the upcoming visit of Secretary of State Anthony Blinken or 
Antony, be careful to pronounce correctly, Antony Blinken, right? That's what it is. I can't remember. Antony Blinken, no H. He was going to China on a diplomatic visit. They didn't want to mess with that. So they didn't say anything. Then it became public and they thought, ah, crap, we got to cancel that meeting between Blinken and G. So they did that. Uh, and, and, um, the, the only reason this became public, uh, public knowledge is because, uh, Billings, Montana resident Chase Doak noticed the balloon when he got off work on Wednesday and the Billings Gazette newspaper ran a story about it. Uh, and then the administration, uh, publicly acknowledged the situation before, uh, any of that happened though. That was, uh, what Wednesday, Thursday, before any of that happened, the president had already been briefed about the balloon, according to this report and was debating what to do about it. Though Biden is saying that he decided on Wednesday, you got to shoot that thing down right when uh, this guy in Billings happened to notice it. That's when Biden was all over it. You got to, you got to take it out. The other explanation for what happened is what else? Well, Trump did it too. It's fine because Trump did it too. This is totally normal. Chinese balloons are flying over your head all the time. It happened under Trump all the time. It's just you never noticed. And now the latest explanation, which I'll get to in a minute, is that they didn't even notice either. It was happening all the time. Just nobody saw it. Even the people running the uh, various defense mechanisms of our country didn't notice it. Uh, Now, as far as I can tell, this is one example of some of the coverage. There are many different media pieces this weekend saying, yeah, Chinese spy balloons flew over the U.S. when President Trump was in office, too. This, according to Forbes, I thought that's very interesting. I can't say that I'm always looking in the sky for Chinese balloons, so maybe I missed one. What exactly is your evidence? And as many on Twitter and elsewhere noticed this weekend, the evidence appears to be, trust me, bro, I know a guy. Yeah. As though uh, this is... Uh, Billy Madison or something, you know, uh, you can imagine, right. If, if this was real anyway, uh, I, I looked at the evidence that's presented in this story. They cite Bloomberg, they cite the AP and they cite, uh, and they cite the wall street journal as well. Now, as far as the Bloomberg claim, they are citing an unnamed source from the Trump administration. So your classic Unnamed source says something generic that can't even be verified. They don't tell you when and where this happened. The Associated Press at least cited a specific person. Senior fellow for the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. We have a name here. Craig Singleton apparently said this happened over Hawaii. But I went to the AP story to read exactly what Mr. Singleton said. That's now scrubbed from the story. Craig Singleton is not part of the story anymore. Hawaii is not part of the story anymore. The story now reads that spy balloons have a history and just that generic U.S. officials said Saturday that similar Chinese balloons uh, transited the continental United States briefly at least three times during the Trump administration. So we lost the testimony of a specific guy, apparently not sure why that was removed, but I don't even see an editor's note about that, actually. And then the Wall Street Journal just made... um, a similarly generic claim as well. Quote, China has sent surveillance balloons over the con- the continental U.S. Uh, on at least a handful of occasions, U.S. officials said. So in other words, Biden people said so, and that's all the evidence that we need. Over the weekend, many Trump officials denied this claim. Uh, this morning, John Radcliffe, the former director of national intelligence, said on Fox News, he officially refutes the claim and has 
No knowledge of this happening during the Trump years, former Defense Secretary Mark Esper and Trump himself said the same, that they have no knowledge of this happening during Trump's tenure. Um, Picks or it didn't happen on these balloons is my standard. But now the story has changed a little bit more as well. So over the weekend, we have still more unnamed officials, according to this Fox report. Uh, Quote, U.S. intelligence officials reportedly say that several Chinese spy balloons floated over U.S. soil under former President Donald Trump, but, quote, went undetected at the time. And officials only, quote, discovered after Trump left office that the balloons were Chinese surveillance. So Mm. how did you verify if they went undetected years ago? How did you detect them now? Now, what was detected? Uh, Of course, this claim is um, also according to an anonymous source, a Biden official speaking with Fox News. It happens all the time, bro. You just haven't seen these balloons. But if you paid attention, you uh, you would see that they're clearly flying all the time right over your head. Now, I want to talk about um, some just theories or interpretations about what's actually going on here. Okay. Uh, there is the face value interpretation that this happens all the time and it doesn't matter. Now, maybe not that it doesn't matter, but this is much more common than we realize. And, and these things are undetected. Um, I'm, I'm not saying impossible on that. I would just like to see a little bit more evidence. And even if it even if it did happen more than we realize... Uh, why does that mean we should just let it hang out and not really do anything about it? Correct. There's also the face value interpretation that uh, this is just one big Chinese test to see what they can get away with and what we'll tolerate. And if that's the case, then I would say that we failed the test. We allowed them to do whatever it is that they wanted to do. And I'm going to assume, even though this thing looks like it was duct taped together, it probably has some communication abilities. I don't think the Chinese were relying on recovering data from recovering the balloon physically. I'm going to assume of that they course. had a way to yeah. transmit some of that information without having the, the balloon mm-hmm. in their physical possession. So those are the the face value ways to think about this. But then there's a little bit more of the, um, the tinfoil thinking. And uh, I'll start with the more shallow levels of the tinfoil, but is it possible that we're actually doing China's bidding? We know about Biden Chinese connections. There's the, the the donations to the Penn Biden center. There's Hunter Biden's Chinese business dealings. Um, and, and, and even this story taken in the way they describe it, the way this developed is out of a desire not to compromise Blinken's meeting with China above all else. That's not, conspiratorial thinking that's what they're telling us or at least bloomberg is telling us was the reasoning but also don't forget mark milley the chairman Mm -hmm. of the joint chiefs of staff and his relationship with or view on on china in this interaction now recall under trump uh milley uh had secret conversations with china telling them that he'd warn them in advance if trump planned any sort of aggression against china Back in 2015, Mark Milley insisted that China is not our enemy. He said, quote, China is not an enemy. And I think that's important for people to understand. They're going to develop themselves and are develop and are developing themselves into a great power. That is not to say, however, that they are an enemy. Now, why is that relevant to this particular story? Well, because the reporting is that Milley 
is uh, one of the guys in combination with Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin who advised or maybe even made the decision, if you believe Biden's description earlier, the the call not to shoot this thing down until it had already crossed into the ocean was made in part by Milley. And Biden himself said he deferred to that decision. So, I don't know. I mean, is it possible that we are, are, if not taking orders from China or something like that, that we have a lot of people with cozy Chinese relationships who, if they're not taking orders, they just don't want to piss China off, that they're compromised by China to some degree, where they have whatever investment in China that they don't want to hurt. Of course. I, for one, welcome our Chinese overlords. It's like the Muslim takeover. You know, if this is what we have to do to bring back the patriarchy, it's what we got to do. Yeah, I mean, and generally Asians are better than, than at most things than white people, except for invention. They they need whitey for that, don't they? They're always steal, <laughs> They're... stealing our intellectual property. That's what this was about. Well, the the aircraft in question did not seem super high tech, though I am yeah. not uh, an expert in surveillance balloons. I will grant that. But here's a here's a point, and this is getting into the deeper levels of the tinfoil. This is an additional point to consider. Maybe this actually is somewhat high tech. And if you want to, if you want to be really crazy in your thinking, maybe it's actually our balloon. Uh, yeah, really. Again, I qualify this as some of the deeper tinfoil. This, there's no evidence mm-hmm. that I'm aware of to suggest this is the case, other than the circumstances here. But it is known that our Defense Department has been developing the same thing, as in surveillance balloons. This is The Guardian reporting in 2019. Pentagon testing mass surveillance balloons across the U.S. Some excerpts from the story. The U.S. military is conducting wide-area surveillance tests across six Midwest states using experimental high-altitude balloons, (laughs) according to documents filed with the FTC. Traveling in the stratosphere at altitudes of up to 65,000 feet, the balloons are intended to provide a persistent surveillance system to locate and, de- and deter narcotic trafficking and homeland security threats. So they have crazy video potential. That sounds like the purpose is that they are able to view such a broad area that that's the advantage here. Uh, the balloons okay. are carrying high-tech radars designed to simultaneously track many individual vehicles day or night through any kind of weather. The tests, which have not been previously reported, received an FCC license to operate from mid-July until September. This is back in 2019. There were regulatory filings that revealed this. Um, is it is it possible that it's our balloon and for whatever reason we're, we're scapegoating China? Now, that doesn't really explain why China would agree to be the scapegoat and pretend to be mad about us shooting this down. And then why would they be flying it over the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, that's not Seattle Pacific Northwest. That's the other thing. Uh, uh, and, you know, the, the, the idea with any of the, the tinfoil thought, there's two things you get the timing. And then what is this a distraction from? And, and the thing about yeah. those pieces of tinfoil is they apply to pretty much everything. Always. It's not to say that they're never true, but they are almost universally applicable in this case. Maybe you think, yeah, what is this a distraction from? Is this some intentional Look at this. Look at the sky. Literally look at the sky type distraction. My only problem with some of that thinking, it's not my only problem, but my main problem is there are people with very sophisticated capabilities sitting around thinking, how can we distract the population, take their eye off the ball? And they came up with duct tape balloon floating over Montana. That's how we'll get them. (laughs) I don't know. I enjoy entertaining these possibilities. 
They're fun to think about. Probably is what it appears to be this time. This time. Yeah. I, I janky balloon over Montana as your showy distraction. I, I have, I have my doubts about, um, before we move on, we got to talk about this. Uh, well, speaking of other distractions over the big sky, I suppose there was a, a Billings resident. And remember this was all, the story was broken because a guy in Billings, Montana captured images of this balloon published in the Billings Gazette. That's how the story broke. So Billings, the city is central to how this story developed. Then you have another lady in Billings on Friday night posting a video on Twitter. Her name's Dolly Moore. And she claimed that she saw and recorded this mysterious explosion in the sky over Billings on Friday night. Here's some of the video that was originally posted to Twitter. What appears to be an explosion in the sky over the city of Billings. Wow, we're still working to clear up what's happening there as the Chinese spy balloon was last spotted over Missouri heading into Illinois. So naturally, many people immediately connected this video to the balloon, though there isn't really any specific connection other than the city of Billings, of course. But uh, it's all but confirmed at this point, except for a statement from the sheriff. And that's really the reason I hang on to this story is because I can't figure out what the sheriff is talking about. All but confirmed that this is not even authentic. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte, the Montana Department of Emergency Services, uh, several more officials. They all say that there was no explosion over Billings on Friday, or at least that they have no confirmation that there was. The woman who posted the video gave an interview or several interviews to local news. She maintains that the video is authentic, and she says that she posted it at the advice of her friend, whom, as far as I can tell, she does not name. But uh, this is her story. One of my family members said, what you should do is contact, you know, contact your local, um, local news channel. And so I was like, okay, not a big Twitter fan. And she said, I would just, I would just report it because not saying anything is, you know, that's just dumb for you not to share that video. So we have a business Twitter accounts. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just share the one video, you know, the one video I have. So she's like, yeah, you know, you should just contact, you know, the news channel and just say, hey, this is just what happened. Has anybody else, you know, just seen this? I don't know. She's got middle-aged, drunk in the bathtub face. She can't be trusted. (laughs) This is clearly fake. I mean, Billings, how many people live in Billings? 100,000 and change, maybe 120,000. Tens of thousands of people would have seen this. Well, that's, that's what gets me the most about this because at this point, a government statement of denial is next to worthless to me. I, I even, I think my state Montana is pretty well run. So I don't even, I'm not trying to take shots at uh, our local authorities. Just in general, I don't take government statements at face value anymore. I think that's a, a good default. So it's that, that's not necessarily the reason I doubt. The reason I doubt is exactly what you're saying that, that she has video of what appears to be a massive explosion over the city. Indeed, she says that the reason that she started filming is because whatever passed over her house shook her house physically. So nobody, even the Billings airport, air traffic controls like now we, we don't know what the hell this is. Nobody in this, uh, the biggest city in Montana, by the way, I know that's not a huge city for a lot of states, but that's the biggest 
city in this state that nobody witnessed that, that nobody's like, oh, yeah, I totally saw it, it was crazy. Yeah, there, there would be witnesses out the ass. So I, I don't believe this story. The, the only other thing about uh, the video, though, is I haven't seen it sourced to something else. You know, when sometimes like like, for example, uh, early on in the Ukraine war, when there was all that propaganda, they would post videos and say, look, here's like a Russian plane getting shot down. It turns out like that's from a video game and someone could source it to what it came from. I've not seen that for this video. Where did this video come from if it is not actually taken in Billings on Friday night? And this is the Photoshop. Only- Maybe someone just made it on the fly. I don't know. The thing is, I I know the city of Billings decently well. So if I could see anything about the landscape, I would be able to probably tell if that's actually Billings or not. You can't see the landscape in this case at all. Um, But the one thing, the Yellowstone County Sheriff, Mike Linder, who originally said he was part of these officials saying, I have no confirmation that this happened. Nobody has said anything about an explosion in the sky. He was looking to speak with this woman. And then this... um, This update to the story in uh, local uh, CBS says Yellowstone County Sheriff Mike Linder made contact with Moore, the woman who posted the video, and believes the video is real. He added that it's difficult to determine what the video shows. What does that mean, though? Why? Why would he think this? It doesn't even explain on what he just said. It says he talked to her and he now believes it's real. But if, if you can't tell what the video shows, then... On what basis are you making the determination that it's real? I suppose maybe he was able to go speak with her and you could at least verify like, okay, you can show me the spot from which you recorded this explosion. I can see the house is the same house. Maybe you could say that this lady recorded this footage. Maybe it was edited after the fact, but you could at least verify the perspective. Maybe that's what he did. I don't know. But uh, that's another story that I'm going to doubt. Anyway, uh, we're right about at the top of the hour. We uh, we got a little economic talk with the president to uh, handle. Sure. We should My take dog's a break. freaking out. Can you read a few while I'm mute? Yeah. yeah, I can do that. Uh, hey, look at that. The rumble chats are working properly. That's excellent. I'm going to start with those uh, real quick. Let's see. Addicted to drums says your, your truly deplorable fans are here on rumble. Well, thank you for being our... Uh, our first official rumble chat. That is uh, much appreciated. In fact, um, here we go. I have to acknowledge that correctly. Um, Bladamson. We love you. You're very special. Bladamson says it's pronounced Baron scan or Baroon. Oh, (laughs) okay. The Chinese pronunciation of balloon, not Baron Baroon. Thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't want to be culturally insensitive though. We have plenty of cultural insensitivity coming up with the rest of the show. Uh, thank you guys for uh, verifying that the Rumble system works. Appreciate that. Let's uh, head on over to the rest of our chatters on YouTube and Tippy Stream. Captain Norway says, Breaking news, classified documents from Biden's time as vice president was found in the wreckage of the downed China balloon. It was notes from Fang Fang about Swalwell's Wang Wang that was used to bang bang. And though he rang rang, she didn't want to hang hang. Well, that was pretty good. High effort. High effort. I bought PN, no note, but your support is appreciated as always. Uh, M-Dub. Blonde. We love you. You're very special. Can we take a moment to appreciate the black lady embezzling a million and a half dollars in chicken wings in Cook County from the cafeteria budget? 
The locals weren't outraged at all. Cheers, y'all. Now, this story, I the, normally I only surprise you with surprise cringe. This doesn't really fit surprise cringe. But this was one story where I thought, I probably want her authentic in-the-moment reaction to that. But I couldn't think of a way to do it. Had you seen the story before you saw it in the notes? No. Uh, it pleased me greatly. You can't make it up. They still don't know what happened to the chicken. What did she do with 11,000 cases of chicken wings? Oh, you know what she did with them. Well, she doesn't even look that fat. She didn't eat them. Who ate them? Her neighbors. Well, in the projects. There were probably a lot of barbecues. Yeah. (laughs) Daniel Kunkel said the CCP is trolling Jiden, as in Biden. Uh, They're just reminding him who's in charge. It's not like they needed a spy balloon when they have millions of Americans with a literal spy app on their phones. TikTok. That's true. Um, and there's a certain, there's a great irony in people posting about the balloon on TikTok. However, uh, even though TikTok is giving them plenty of data about American users in that way, it's not giving them the, the aerial surveillance that the balloon would offer. So I think they're probably getting something else out of the balloon that they're not getting with TikTok. Thank you, Daniel. Robin D. Banks says, Matt and I once made love, uh, tapped it with the fury of the PLA, making me inflate like a balloon, though he'd had enough, but he launched again, making me explode like a spy balloon over the Atlantic. Well, as always, Robin D. Banks, thank you. You're acting queer. Long Dong John says, Matt and I once, (laughs) once again, Matt and I once made love in Matt's garden, where we saw a spy balloon floating over us, my new home, uh, now my homeboy, Jinping is totally not threatening to release the footage. Have I told you how glorious the CCP is today? Well, that sounds like a, a Biden line, like you're forced to say it or something. Is it, what, what does Xi have on Long Dong John? I don't know. Uh, Robin also says, here's to cheating, stealing, fighting, and drinking. If you cheat, may you cheat death. If you steal, may it be a woman's heart. If you fight, may it be with brothers. If you drink, let it be with me. Well, that is delightfully wholesome. Ah, so wholesome. Thank Where you. Did, did, have, there's no source on this, but uh, Robin, is that is that an original Robin creation or is that? Uh, I hope so. From it's a country else? song. I don't know. Maybe. Ah. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see a lot of like uh, references to this in like, you know, generic meme form or social media post form, but I'm not sure the origin. It's a cool quote, though. Thank you. Uh, Holden Mulray says a 1950s, 60s Warner Brothers cartoon depicted two adversaries, a, a wolf as in Ralph and a sheepdog named Sam who battled each other or who battled all day over the sheep, but then clocked out and chatted his friends. Is this, is this a decent metaphor for the Dems and the GOP? Well, I think think they're more than friends. If not completely true, I think there's a lot of that where they, uh, they pretend to be enemies for certain perception reasons. Meanwhile, they uh, pursue the same goals at the end of the day. And end up personally benefiting in many ways from that pursuit. Yep. Let's see. I have to refresh if you're ready to go. I am. Uh, Copperhead, thank you, Knuckle Hunky Buck. Um, another fun jogging fact. Oh, wait. I uh, Let me go back. Um, did you know that the word jog originated in England, in England from the mid-16th century? The etymology of the word is unknown. But it may be related to shog or have been a new invention also, another fun jogging fact, in 1593, William Shakespeare wrote in Taming of the Shrew, you may be jogging while your boots are green. At that point. It's not against the law, ho, fuck you. It usually meant to leave. Ah, that is an interesting tidbit. Thank you, Mr. Buck. 
Boogeyman 917. I doubt it. I'm not sure I even follow that. What's the what's the green boots bit? Um, well, I mean, I guess it means that you've got like uh like grass on your boots. Oh, so you're running away. Okay, that must be it. I guess I I, um, I don't have a better explanation. Nathan E. This is the only political show I watch or listen to anymore. Thanks for keeping me completely blackpilled as I deal with side of collapse. Will Sliving in St. <laughs> Louis. God bless you both. How does it look? I haven't been back in so long. Uh, all of my friends have left. Oh, I, I misheard that. And of course, I don't know much about St. Louis, so I'll have to defer on that. I thought he meant thanks for keeping me completely blackpilled. And I thought I didn't I didn't set out with that purpose. Oh, I, I think I said I'll that. I'll take actually. the appreciation nonetheless. No, he's saying from being completely blackpilled. Right. So, hey, man, if we're saving your attitude uh, in St. Louis, I, I think... Uh, well, there must be something to at least the the shades of optimism that this show occasionally provides. Yep. Thank you, man. Um, let's see. Uh, Eric Burns March requesting prayer has been sick since Thursday. You'll be okay, but we'll pray for you anyway. Mr. All the best. Marsh. I hope it is not cold induced myocarditis. I hear that's going around. Uh, it is. It is that pesky cold. Mina, Arkansas, uh, frequent flyer. Um, Massachusetts bill HG three thirty eight twenty two. look it up and be amazed that this got four sponsors and then wonder why would it openly champion it. It's all about bodily autonomy. Trust them. Oh, I trust them. I, I truly trust the government. What are they doing um, over there? I, I haven't looked up this bill. I know that, um, speaking of Minnesota politics, they, they just passed, uh, an abortion up to birth type bill as well. Uh, mm. let's see. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Massachusetts bill would allow inmates to donate organs for reduced prison time. Is this the one? I thought it was about abortion. Do I have the wrong one? That is awesome. Question mark. This, this, uh, your organs are a bargaining chip in, in the justice system. Hmm. That, uh, my, my gut says no. But I'm gonna. I, I have to ponder. I don't know that. why. Well, <laughs> uh, in general, like I, I don't doubt that these things can have utility for life-saving purposes. But sort of the the market for body parts in that way is a very dangerous prospect. And I know this isn't uh, like selling body parts per se, but it's very, very close. You are offering. You're effectively offering to purchase body parts. Uh, as a bargaining chip for for a a lighter prison sentence not effectively that is what's going on we should just have an open market for organs that's how coronavirus happened have you learned nothing that's yeah yeah i'm not talking about having a wet market where we sell organs i mean Ah. there should be like a better system than the existing system for organ donation Hmm. and supply um last one for right now liberty bell some tool reaction vids came up on my feed. Blonde, if you could only listen to one tool song, which one would it be? I'd ask Matt, but I'm afraid I'd hear an answer like, I only listen to Annie DeFranco and Melissa Etheridge. Um, th- those aren't his jam. Oh, this is this is hard. I've never listened Sober. to either. You've never listened to Tool or uh, Annie DeFranco? Any, or any of the above. Comment. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go with Sober. And then the second one, 46 and two. I will regret that later. I hate myself. I sound like a smug Gen Xer. And I'm a smug millennial, so. 
Uh, we'll right. have to circle back with you. Thanks, Liberty Bell. And thanks to all our chatters. Um, we'll come back. I'll have to just circle back with you. At the end of the stream. But for now, it's time to get back into the news. And we still have a little bit to catch up with the president. And that is because the job market just won't quit. You can't go anywhere in this country without having a job just thrown upon you. Half a million more in January. Yeah, um, this is, as you would expect, this jobs report has been total bullshit. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. This is the best thing that's ever happened. Okay, so non-farm payrolls increased 517,000. The market estimate was 187,000. The unemployment rate fell to 3.4. Bullshit. This is the lowest jobless level since 1969. Leisure and hospitality added 128,000 jobs. Um, obviously, people are still recovering from coronavirus. Other gainers, professional and business services, that's coronavirus bounce back. Government, 74,000 jobs. That doesn't count. They're still hiring. count because you're making government bigger. Those aren't real <laughs> jobs. And healthcare, 58,000, which also doesn't count because they fired a bunch of people for vaccine stuff and they're lifting regulations. This is all about lifting regulations. It does not um, symbolize authentic job growth. Um, anyway, this this article also mentioned a broader measure of unemployment includes discouraged workers and those holding part-time jobs for economic reasons. So this is 6.6%. That's a lot higher when you encourage discouraged workers. And I'm not totally convinced that this uh, truly accounts for all discouraged workers and for uh, people that are underemployed. So this chick from ZipRecruiter, this made me laugh out loud, uh, this quote, today's jobs report is almost too good to be true, like $20 bills on the sidewalk and free lunches. Falling inflation paired with falling unemployment is the stuff of economics fiction. Are you people even listening to yourselves? <laughs> yes, uh, it's economics fiction. It's economic fiction because this is clearly fiction. This is not true. This is not representative of a, of a healthy, growing economy. Um, no one's buying this. No one is buying is buying this inflation isn't actually falling it's just well, slightly reducing in, in certain sectors compared to previous quarters of terrible inflation it's growing at a slower pace relative to one of the worst <laughs> all-time paces haven't you heard i know i know uh, um anyway markets reacted negatively to the report can't what? lie to the markets what they, they didn't they think it's fantasy too of course they do hmm. yeah well i tell you who does buy it that is the president uh Another qualifier on this, even if this is true as presented, it is the opposite of what the Fed is looking for, or at least not yes. what the Fed is looking for. The Fed is looking for jobs to cool off so that they can stop I increasing the interest rate. Right. And when they see that the jobs market hasn't cooled off, they're going to keep increasing the interest rate, which is going to have negative economic consequences long term. Yes. And we talked about this a few months ago, but... um. Historically, in the United States, I don't think there's been a single instance where uh, inflation has been reduced while unemployment has also been reduced, which is how that economic principle manifested. So mm. this would be virtually unprecedented in the American economy, which makes you wonder, uh, is this actually happening? Yeah, what's being no. bullshitted here? But if you listen to the president, every indicator is awesome. And even if you think that inflation is a problem, it's not his fault at all. And here's where we stand. The strongest job growth in history, the lowest unemployment rate in 54 years, manufacturing rebounding at a faster rate 
than in the last 40 years. Inflation coming down, real races, real wages going up, but moderately going up, not going through the roof. The economy growing at a solid clip. Put simply, I would argue the Biden economic plan is working. Do you take any blame for inflation, Mr. President? I take any blame for inflation? No. <laughs> because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what no, the economy was like when I got here? Jobs were hemorrhaging. Inflation was rising. We weren't manufacturing a damn thing here. We were in real economic difficulty. That's why I don't. Oh. Wait, is he serious about manufacturing? Is he serious about any point he just made? Well, we did have a zombie economy that predates Biden. I'll give him that. Uh, yes. <laughs> it, the benchmarks for comparison here are important. Um, yeah. But year on year inflation was 1.4% when Biden took office in January 2021. By June, it was up over 5%. It peaked in June last year at over 9%. Um, and, and of course, uh, that was a year and a half into Biden's presidency, June of last year. This is after he signed the American Rescue Plan, after he signed the infrastructure bill, after he pumped trillions of funny money into the economy. And yes, some of that happened under Trump. This is not a partisan point. This is just to say that the idea that he has nothing to do with the inflation rates that you are seeing at this point into the back half of his term as president is a yeah. preposterous claim. Yeah. The rest of the claims are, are every bit as ridiculous. If they're not exaggerations, they are outright lies. Strongest job growth in history, to your point, relative to the trough of 2020. It's amazing how things look good when you compare to the worst instead of compared to normal. Mm -hmm. Same thing on manufacturing. He's comparing to the trough of 2020, not to a pre-pandemic level. Inflation coming down, as we mentioned, that's from terrible to just very bad. Real wages increasing. No, they didn't. I, I think he means on a, a, a very slim amount on a month-to-month -month basis. But this is, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, if you look back at the last year, so all of 2022, Real wages, which are wages adjusted for inflation, that fell uh, over the course of 2022 by 1.7% on an hourly wage basis. If you combine that figure uh, with a decrease in average hours worked, which is what happened over 2022, that's a 3.1% decrease uh, over 2022. In other words, you're not earning more if inflation means it costs more to buy things. Your buying power has decreased. When he says that real wages are increasing, I don't know exactly what data point he is cherry picking, but he is cherry picking. He's not looking yeah. at a broad range of time over his presidency. He's looking at one specific point, and I'm guessing the increase, uh, it, it, it might be something like this. Real, uh, According to the Bureau of... Uh, Labor statistics, real average hourly earnings for all employees increased 0.4% from November to December in their January report. Okay, so you got a month 0.4% increase in the context of a nearly 2% decrease over the course of the year. That is important. It's again, oh, we had growth, right, relative to the drop off that you created. Anyway, um, the economy is growing at a solid clip, he says. There were two quarters of GDP decline last year. In other words, a recession, but then we changed the definition, so that doesn't count. But even that nonsense probably wasn't, uh, well, it, it wasn't even the worst gaffe of, uh, of Biden's week. He was speaking for the 30th anniversary of the Family Medical Leave Act about the importance of women in the workplace. 
And he says that he has made so much progress in his, in his administration that over half of the women in his administration are women. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half of the women in, the, in my administration are women. Wow. Well, what, was he trying to say people? It sounds like it. Like he has majority women in his administration or cabinet. But on the other side, when you got Dick Levine and Sam Brinton, you might have to clarify which of the women are in fact women. Uh, that's, that's true. A fair point. Yeah. It's very progressive that most of the women are are real women. So uh, appreciate the clarification. All right, let's get into the uh, the AOC the AOC Southern Preacher reboot. Uh, well, just like Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell got kicked off the Intel Committee, Ilhan Omar was booted off the House Foreign Affairs Committee uh, this week because she hates the Jays too much. The vote was along party lines. Uh, one Republican voted present. Uh, Omar and her defenders say the move was political revenge for Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar getting removed from their committee assignments last Congress. As we talked about last week with Schiff and Swalwell, I would say, correct. Uh, again, play partisan games, win partisan prizes. Okay, simple as this accusation. It's political revenge. Well, yeah, them's the rules that you set. Like, I accept the accusation. I know some people want to fight that. But I, I is it political revenge? Yeah, sure. Maybe maybe be nicer when you wield power and you won't have the power wielded against you in this way. How about that? Omar is everyone be nice to Omar. Uh, I'm not going to. I, <laughs> I I am not a fan. But she's so pretty and anti-Semitic. <laughs> she's got that going for her. Oh she is. God. She's a she's a beautiful woman. I don't know what to say. Well, you know, I used to think that uh, that I could I could at least grant that point. But then when she got arrested, I saw that side mugshot. And I'm telling you, I know that you disagree, but the head shape is all off. Okay. This is when I get into, what is it? Phrenology, physi, you know, the term, what's the term that I'm looking for? Uh, phrenology or physiognomy. I, I like agree with the you. Ears she has, are like below her nose, man. She's got the, the, you know, frontal lobe of a Somali woman. What do you want? All right. Well, there's no brain pan there. If the ears are down here, it's like, uh, you know, who else has that? The Koberger guy in Idaho. That yeah. serial killer, accused yeah. serial killer. He's got the the ears too low thing too. Ilan Omar actually did those killings, and ah, Brian Koberger well, is being being held um, unjustly. I could believe it. So I, th- I bring up this story. Not I don't you know I I don't bring this up to get into the history of Ilhan Omar's commentary. I bring it up to enjoy the spectacle of the reaction, but specifically AOC's. She was so mad about it that she went back to Southern preacher mode. Claiming this is all about racism and sexism, the same things uh, that motivated a threat against her from a fellow member of Congress. As a fellow New Yorker, I think one of the th- think one of the things that we should talk about here is also one of the disgusting legacies after 9/11 has been the targeting and racism against Muslim Americans throughout the United States of America, and this is an extension of that legacy. Consistency, there is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack, except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican Caucus threaten my life, and you all and the Republican 
Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an abdic a, a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. Ooh. I want some of that Adderall. <laughs> she smacked her notes. Hey, way to, uh, way to uh, dismiss the stereotype that women are irrational emotional actors who have no place uh, yeah. in politics i'm convinced otherwise now <sighs> um you know but but uh she's gonna she's gonna criticize the lack of principles on the other side which we've just talked about with this accusation of political revenge but the supposed principles on her side of course make no sense they hate women of color which is why i'm still on committees they hate women yeah. of color which is why Cori bush behind me is still on, on her committee yep, assignments ever. or they hate women of color, which is why they got rid of Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell. But it might have been to get at uh, Fang Fang indirectly. They hate that woman of color, so they punished Swalwell for that reason. Now, I mentioned that this is something of a recurring bit for AOC because, of course, recall she did a similar performance before Al Sharpton's National Action Network in 2019. A sudden Southern drawl. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with working retail, folding clothes for other people to buy. There is nothing wrong with preparing the food that your neighbors will eat. There is nothing wrong with driving the buses that take your family to work. There is nothing wrong with being a working person in the United States of America. Ham. Yeah. Okay, that was a 30 Rock joke. Uh, that that um, that one I don't know. I was never into Thirty Rock, but she's not even black. She's no, like she's, half um, Puerto Rican or something. She's Puerto Rican from Brooklyn. She's not even Southern, for that matter, of course. But she can't talk like that. They allow her to get away with it. Now, as far as the claim that she was threatened, because when I heard this commentary, my life was threatened and nobody apologized. I thought, what the hell is she talking about? Then I looked it up and I remembered because we talked about it at the time. Oh yeah. Uh, there was an anime video, a meme video posted by Congressman Paul Gosar of Arizona on Twitter in 2021, which showed an anime depiction of Gosar downing a giant AOC with a sword. That's it. That was the threat That's on her it. life That's right there. That's the whole thing. <laughs> that is the reason that Paul Gosar was stripped of his committee assignments. And the reason that AOC says she was threatened, that was a death threat, a credible death threat, according to her. What a pussy. Um, she has to be careful, though, because her boyfriend can't protect her. That's true. That is fair. Now, people noticed. What do you, what do you mean? You're going to say that you believe you were you were seriously threatened by Paul Gosar? Because we all remember like a month ago. During the House Speaker fight, you were sitting there chumming it up with Paul Gosar because Gosar didn't want to support McCarthy either. So it was like, hey, let's uh, yeah. let's form an unlikely deal, huh, pal? There they are chatting it up. And uh, the host on CNN over the weekend uh, or maybe late in the week, I forget. But the host on CNN asked AOC, hey, 
why did it appear that you were comfortably chatting with the guy who supposedly threatened to kill you? And AOC AOC says, oh, no, no, I was not comfortable at all. In fact, um, she says she was very uncomfortable working with colleagues who engage in stochastic terrorism. What? There was this video of you speaking Mm -hmm. to Congressman Paul Gosar, who we spoke Mm -hmm. about moments ago, posted the anime video uh, showing the version of him attacking you. And you're seen there talking. There was sort of almost a smile somewhere in there, at least talking in an animated way. Should we take this to mean that you have uh, you're okay with what he did or he apologized to you? No, no, there was never an apology. Did you feel safe sitting there with him? I think it's uncomfortable serving with people who engage in what many experts deem stochastic terrorism, which is an incitement of violence using digital means and large platforms so that individual themselves may not be the one that's wielding a weapon. What? Hmm. That's so made up. I will say, though, that is the best she has ever looked. She is. Wait, I didn't I didn't catch it. Let me see if I can get a still frame here. She looks real fine. Oh, the, the frame is bad because the frame. Oh, I wait, wish there, she no. didn't talk so much, okay. though. The, well, this particular frame, you can probably see it on your screen. She's very horsey in that frame. Oh, yeah. She's got a nose, tooth, eye, whip problem. But like <laughs> best tits in Congress. Except for Nancy. Well, oh, wait, wait. Yeah, you. Yeah. She, she, she gets it back again. Right. First of all, low bar. Second of all, Nancy on the beach in Italy. Some intern told taught her that word, right? Stochastic terrorism. The the first time I've heard that is in reference to Matt Walsh, who was accused of that for talking about these gender reassignment clinics for kids. So it just means being terroristic, but like using some other vector for your terrorism. It, it, as far as I'm aware, it basically means it, it's an indirect or a veiled terrorism. Stochastic is like a, a statistical word, if I understand correctly, referring to kind of randomness or it's a probability word referring to randomness. In this case, it means that you are basically putting out dog whistles like I'm not calling for the violence against whoever, but you guys know what to do. That's the idea. And the anime video was apparently that or criticizing uh, the reassignment of gender for kids at certain clinics, that's stochastic terrorism because that motivates bad actors to go attack them. Uh, Really, this is that term is yet another attack on free speech, where if you say something critical that could possibly inspire someone else to commit a crime or to act violently, that you are responsible for that person's actions because there's some probability of them seeing what you said and being motivated to act. Doesn't she realize how that could fall back on her in a million different ways? No, she's sitting there impassionate. She's passionately arguing against the standard that her own party just used saying it's now unfair because they didn't have the foresight to realize that this would come back to bite them in the same way the changing the rule, the rules on the vote for the Supreme court uh, came back to bite yeah. them and all the rules that they set. They think the same thing about the filibuster. We have to undo the filibuster so we can, cram through all our communist policies not realizing once you do that you make things uh, more easily forced upon you the second that your opposition gets a one vote majority i really admire her like her ability to convey confidence in the face of really limiting intellect she's so confident uh i suppose you could characterize that as a virtue 
might say it's, I wouldn't uh, say it's a virtue, but like, <laughs> geez, don't you think, do you ever film your videos and like you watch your own video footage and you're just like, Oh, I can't get something right. Blah, blah, blah. Like I can't carry myself with that level of confidence. Like she's just so confident. Must be the tease, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let's get it. I, I teased some black history month stories because, uh, well, it's it's the start of Black History Month, and we have to honor it properly, or at least recognize those who are trying. And quite honestly, uh, the latter two of this story trio, they actually are directly related to Black History Month. The first one is not, other than it is preposterously stereotypical. <laughs> and you would think that this was actually written for a more racist Babylon Bee. That's where yeah. this article came from. Headline Chicago WGN. Suburban school worker charged with stealing $1.5 million worth of chicken wings from the district. And the mugshot is, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, exactly what your hateful brain imagines. A former South Suburban school lunch lady is now lunch lady is now facing criminal charges accused of stealing more than a million dollars worth of chicken wings. This went on for about a year and a half. What the school worker allegedly did with a large amount of chicken wings is still unknown. 66 year old Vera Liddell is a former Harvey School District 152 employee. She was a food services director, but after her tenure, she was hired as a consultant in July 2020. In that role, she was in charge of placing food orders between in July 2020 to February 2022, Cook County prosecutors allege she used her position to embezzle $1.5 million from the school district. Court documents accuse Liddell of ordering more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings from the district's food provider, Gordon Food Service. Court records reveal the manager discovered individual invoices signed by Liddell for massive quantities of chicken wings, an item never served to students because they contain bones. Oh, that's where she went wrong. She she appears to have gone wrong in many different ways. Uh, she got away with it for a really long she did, time. She did get away with it for a little while, but the reason that she didn't uh, is pretty obvious. Uh, in addition to just chicken wings with bones not being an eligible school lunch item. But uh, the prosecutors say that the chicken wings were ordered from the food supplier and they were picked up with the school district's cargo van, but the wings were never brought to the school. Prosecutors do not know what happened to the wings, but they know that the suspect, Vera Liddell, placed the orders and signed the invoices. So signing the invoices yourself, mm, right. placing the orders yourself, big mistake. In fact, this woman was reportedly famous with Gordon Food Services, the food supplier, precisely because of the massive quantities of chicken wings <laughs> that she would order. She became the chicken wing lady inside the food supplier. And she couldn't, she couldn't keep this under control or do this in reasonably concealable amounts. The whole scam unraveled because the district's food budget was already spent only halfway through the school year. So, you know, maybe you could spend maybe a hundred bucks here or there on chicken wings. Instead, it's thousands and thousands of dollars. And um, not that this thing, this sort of thing would be justified in any context. But in this case, it's it's quite literally stealing food from the poor. Eighty percent of the students in this district qualify as low income. Uh, Liddell remains in custody at the Cook County Jail on $150,000 bond. Uh, perhaps she will bargain her way out with chicken wings or figure out a way to embezzle the funds necessary for her release. Oh, now school lunches uh, somehow becoming very controversial <laughs> this month because in New York state, they have, they had uh, the, 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 the school lunch on the first day of black history month 
a lot of times I believe these things to be mistakes. I don't think this, this one's a mistake. This cannot possibly be a mistake. This you know, they, they initially had bananas as the dessert, and then yeah. at the last minute, they subbed watermelon. <laughs> oh, bananas are too offensive? Okay, bring in the watermelon. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is Nyack Middle School in New York. And they had initially um, some other lunch that was on the menu for the school, and then the kids ended up getting served chicken and waffles as an entree. Watermelon as dessert um, on February 1st. Yeah. Here is a video from the school district in New York. That offered students at Nyack Middle School a hot lunch comprising of chicken and waffles with watermelon for dessert. I was very confused because watermelon isn't really in the season. The chicken and waffles and watermelon is a stereotype to black folks, African Americans, um, because that's what they think that we like or what we eat all the time. An earlier version of the menu posted in January did have chicken and waffles, but banana as a dessert for February 1st. Okay, neither of those are dessert. That's what makes me think it's trolling too not just that come on february 1st happened to be the fried chicken and banana or watermelon day yeah that's a little bit hard to believe but i suppose depending on what your lunch schedule is circumstances may happen but someone did this though it's like one step away from having purple drink (laughs) it's it's pretty bad nobody has banana as dessert watermelon as dessert not even uh not even michelle obama's healthy lunch plan they had fruit for dessert and other not those days. two fruits. They it's got to be <laughs> strawberries or grapes or so. It can't be banana and watermelon. That's why I know it's not. See, the, I no everyone is complaining about how this is racist. Nobody is complaining about how it was gross, though. She's like, we don't always eat chicken and waffles, and people are like, but don't you? <laughs> this lady's like, I don't eat fried chicken at all ever. Never <laughs> have. Never, never will. Never have. Never will. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, I love fried chicken. I'm not chicken and waffles is the most delicious thing. It is so good. I'm not hating on anybody for liking fried chicken. That's the last thing I would do. In fact, we mentioned Billings earlier. A Chick-fil-A just opened in Billings a few weeks ago, and I'm still plotting out when I'll be able to go get some with my family. (laughs) I don't know if they're serving watermelon and uh, and or bananas, but I don't care if they are. I'm going to get some regardless. I hear you. All right. Uh, in Miami, this is the first I've ever seen of this. We've seen like pride month cars, like gay pride, uh, police cars and stuff. I've not seen a black history month police car, but in Miami, the police department unveiled a, a special black history month police car designed by black police officers of the historically black overtown precinct. Now, despite this overt attempt to cater to activist sensitivities, The activists are indeed too sensitive for this gesture. They're enraged by what they perceive as yet another empty gesture rather than meaningful police reform. The Miami Police Department is getting a lot of criticism for its attempt to honor Black History Month. Some are calling their decorated cruiser tone deaf while the black officers who contributed to the design feel blindsided. And we thought it was beautiful. Leadership of Miami's historically black police association. We're proud to unveil the Miami Police Department's first patrol unit to be wrapped in a design and formed by black officers and designers, they say, to commemorate Black History Month. That at a time like this, an urgency for action, an urgency for change, that we will get another symbolic gesture. 
That's NAACP Miami-Dade Branch President Daniela Pierre. We need police reform the most. Rodney Jacobs Jr., Executive Director for Miami's Civilian Investigative Panel, explains why he believes, while well-intentioned, it missed the mark. I think on the backdrop of a lot of what we see, some of the protests that we're seeing around the nation, um, it was just mistimed. Hmm. I say just go ahead and give them the white pride car at this point. It's like we tried. Yeah, really. You get the KKK mobile, okay? <laughs> this wasn't good enough. It's just going to be a, a, a white sheet wrapped around the whole car. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. You're going to be pissed either way. Might as well troll. Yeah. I, I do notice, too, uh, listening to the activists and their outrage and their prescriptions for police reform because they say that uh, encounters, uh, black people's encounters with police uh, need to be evaluated. I noticed that at no point in uh, addressing that situation, do they ever talk about how maybe uh, black suspects could commit less crime to avoid police interactions that they say end poorly? I'm not yeah. saying that all police uh, do an A plus job and there's no potential for any reform there. It's just the idea that uh, encounters gone wrong with police have everything to ex they're exclusively explained by police faults. And there's no explanatory factor with the uh, how the suspects in these cases behave. Uh, well, I suppose that's why that's why they're they're mad at their own Black History Month police cars, because, uh, yeah, yeah, there is no it's it's everything. Outrage is always external. It is never introspection. There's nothing that you could do to improve the situation in your own power. Any other thoughts on the Black History Mobile? I don't think so. OK. <laughs> Well, uh, did you did you watch this clip before the show? This Australian TikToker girl. Yeah, I'm just fascinated by how the hell this nose ring fits into her damn nose. <laughs> this story is entirely insignificant as far as. Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where's my commitment to the bit? This is officially hoax hate. I, I, my apology. What's wrong with you? Now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. <laughs> ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? So as I was saying, this is insignificant as far as hoax hate crimes go, but it does illustrate the mentality behind them very well, which is why I chose to discuss this somewhere down under. An obese wheelchair-bound woman, at least I think that's how she identifies, I'm not sure. But she's out of the out on the town with her transgender wheelchair-bound friend, and she says that someone yelled cripple at them out on the streets. And that's the extent of the alleged hate crime in this case, if that even happened at all. But what's notable about this case is the explicit glee that uh, she experiences while she's claiming to be a victim. So we just got hate crimes and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> so the way that we travel is that Alice will like hang on to the back of my chair while we move. So we're like a little train um, and someone fully like saw us going past and yelled out from his car, cripple. And we were like, yeah, like it's never happened like that before. Like I get called a fat piece of shit all the time. Alice has like all this transphobic rhetoric towards her, but like, it's never been just so blatant and like we're both just really chuffed that it's finally happened. It's like, it was comical. It was like, 
the perfect hate crime. Yeah. Well, wait, if you get called a fat piece of shit all the time, how is it never that explicit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's crazy that that the other one is a, a tranny and yeah. she's this like fat slob and that people are focusing on the tranny fat slob aspects instead of the crippled aspect in the usually. prior encounter. But in this encounter, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. focusing on the wheelchairs, I guess. Yeah, this yeah. never this didn't happen. Um, but I, I think that that's a positive reflection on society that instead of saying, like, you're a fucking cripple, they're like, you're a fat fucking piece of shit. That makes me <laughs> that makes me happy. Well, and I, I would go as far as to say now. Let me qualify. I know nothing about this woman's medical condition. All right. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to speculate that she's probably not even disabled. I think that the wheelchair is just an excuse to be a fat piece of shit. I would not be surprised to learn that is exactly what's going on here. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she uh, maybe her legs got run over by a car or something like that. Who knows? Or maybe she's super fat. And so all the dudes that are banging her just are putting it in her butt. And then she has to wear a wheelchair. (laughs) No, there. That's why she has the nose ring. She has to keep that hole wide open. That's that's how is that? How is that even? (laughs) It's not against her teeth. Yeah, it's uh, well, the thing is, it, it really plays into this cow bit that she's got going on. You know, it really makes her look like an authentic. Yeah, why would you do an that? Authentic bovine fat. with the yeah. uh, the nose ring. But it's so big. It's like you can't even that's like having your nose permanently plugged. I'm not a big fan of nose rings in general, but in at general, least when yeah. it's small, it's not obstructing your breathing. If you are. Uh, <laughs> she's got a mask on under her face as well. Combine the nose ring plus mask. How are you? Plus obesity, quite frankly. How are you getting necessary oxygen? Maybe she isn't at all. Yeah, where's myocarditis when you need it? Well, I, I have a feeling something like that is going to strike soon. It's only a matter of time. The reason this is interesting, too, is because uh, the backlash to this video really came from everybody. People are skeptical <laughs> of the claim like we are, and they'll just call it out for being unlikely. This is the the phrase you use is, uh, if 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 true, don't care, right? Like yeah, if someone yelled at you, cripple. Uh, okay, I'm sorry that someone was mean, but th- that's not a hate crime, at least in any. Well, I don't know. the The rules down under are are different. I've learned over the last year or two. Although I don't even know where this happened. They have Aussie accents, but are they in Australia? I don't even know. I don't know where. I it just occurred. assume so. Yeah. yeah. Um. But but you have people calling it out as a likely hoax, but you also have people of a progressive persuasion who would be more inclined to believe all women in most cases who are calling this out as a case of white privilege, because if they were actually oppressed, if they were actually marginalized, like minorities are racial minorities, uh, they would not react with glee about experiencing hate in this way. But as I mentioned earlier, that mindset, it's just revealing about the sort of currency that this represents to these people. Ooh, someone hated on me in public. That means what? That means I get to cash in or I get social media interactions. I get some at least momentary fame from it. It's a thing of value to experience that hate. That's why she's reacting the way that she is. She didn't have a single negative emotion to this. If it even happened, she loves that this happened, not by my own cynical interpretation, but by her description this is great. I love this. I'm a victim. I, I'm I'm going to again speculate that victim status is how she maintains satisfaction with the current state of her life. So life in a physical though. sense. Yeah, I'm a victim. There's nothing I can do. That's why I look like an actual cow with an actual cow's nose ring. Anyway, or I guess those are what's the rules on 
bovine nose rings. Is it only the bulls that have those? I should be. I have no idea. Cow refers to female, right? Is it just mm-hmm. the the bull? I don't. I don't know. Someone who handles, someone who handles uh, bulls and cows and steers can inform me where, where the is, nose ring goes. These people can't genuinely be satisfied with their lives, though. This is such like an empty thing to have to take pleasure in. <laughs> yeah, it's uh if someone yelled something like that at me and I had video of it, I would think it's funny. Don't get me wrong. Like I would find value in it because of the comedy, but it wouldn't be like a hate thing. In this case, it's actually like I, I have been hated upon. Oh, joy. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, uh, that that's all I have to say on that. This next one is. Um, is not really a, it's not a hoax, but it is a, a, a stretch, I would say, of perceived hate. But at the same time, I'm not exactly sure what the aim was. It's just such a weird story. I had to comment on it. Upstate New York. This is the uh, Coxsackie or Coxsackie Athens School District. They posted a picture of a, of, uh, a snowman <laughs> that some students had created. Uh, uh, they posted this picture on Facebook on Tuesday. And the post was, uh, well, it, 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 uh, it, it pictures the students and the snowman they made. And it read. Today's fourth grade playground fun. This snowman is just as diverse as our students. Notably, the snowman is made with very dirty snow, so it's brown in appearance. Of course, everybody is thinking, is that supposed to be like a blackface snowman or a, a, yeah. a black snowman because it's dirty? Is that what you're talking about? Well, the, the, the post was heavily criticized, of course, and it was quickly deleted in response to the criticism, the superintendent says it's actually all of us who are just misunderstanding what they meant. They weren't intending to 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 deliver any racial meaning. They actually were trying to say that the, the, the post was trying to say that this is about different methods for making a snowman. The explanation yeah. from the superintendent was this. The word diverse was used to describe how every kid can make a snowman differently And this variety of creativity should be celebrated, the superintendent said. When it was commented that this post could be interpreted about race, the post was taken down. We want to apologize and reiterate it was never intended to be hurtful. How could they not? This was so easy to foresee. I don't even understand. What is the diverse method of building a snowman? They built a snowman in the most basic way possible. Three snowballs on top of each other. Right. What is the is is it just the fact that they used dirty snow? What's the diverse method? I think so, yeah. That they they used really shitty snow. That <laughs> look how what they're look so resourceful. Di- look how diverse the approach was. Now, I can see. I, I I'd also be curious here too. I wonder they blocked out. I think the original post blocked out the faces of the students. It looks like one hand here might be white, but I wonder if uh, wonder what the races of the students were. Not that I have any suspicions or anything. I just think that might be interesting to to consider. Uh, I wonder if that was a factor in in some of the reaction to it. Anyway, just thought it was a weird story. It doesn't really matter. Any other commentary on that? Nope. Time I wish for... it was more racist. Well, I, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I'm not saying I'm offended, but how do you... How do you look at that and think they meant anything other than race? Other than that. Yeah, I know these people have no foresight and And then they apologize. It's like, just don't just do these things. I don't care if you do them. Just stop apologizing. Uh, All right, let's talk the movie. I'm very curious to hear your reaction to this one. In a world of movie references flying over his head. 
one man will finally watch them. This is the Matt and Blonde Show Movie Review. Tonight's movie is the 1986 Tom Cruise action drama Top Gun, in which a renegade young fighter pilot rejects the rules, has an inappropriate romantic relationship with a workplace superior at taxpayer expense, kills his best friend, and is inexplicably rewarded to lead the Navy's elite air academy, all while being needlessly gay throughout. From movie maker Swiftner. Required viewing uh, before Top Gun Maverick, the sequel that came out last year. Stunt pilot Art Skoll, or Scholl, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but there was a stunt pilot that was killed during the production of the movie. He was aged 54. He died when his Pitts S2 camera plane failed to recover from a flat spin and plunged into the Pacific Ocean. Scholl's last words over the radio were, I have a problem, I have a real problem. The exact cause of the crash was never determined, and neither the aircraft nor Scholl's body were ever recovered. Top Gun is dedicated to him. As always, your thoughts and your review. Oh, or your rating nice. and your, your review and your rating. Whatever. Go ahead. Hate me so much. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've seen Top Gun before, but I rewatched it for this. And this movie, it sucks so much. It sucks so much. I know everybody loves Top Gun. I know. I'm sorry to the audience. This is I'm going not. to upset. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> I get why people have nostalgia for this movie. Men were men doing manly stuff, even though it was so gay. I was going to say, you can't call football gay. and So gay. That volleyball scene was gayer than gay porn somehow. (laughs) I I don't even know. But outside of the aerial footage, which was great, um, this movie sucks. I said it. Top Gun sucks. Uh, The worst part about this, it, it was the least convincing love story since Daphne and Niles from Frasier. And the love scene, like the black and white tongue kissing has been keeping me up at night and not in a good way. I can't stop thinking about it. Did you know, uh, I'll interrupt only briefly. I read about that scene and the original production of the movie did not have a sex scene and their, their, their test audience said it needs a sex scene. No. So they brought back what's her face uh, who plays Charlie and they had to, they had to make this scene afterward but she had already committed to she was doing another role in another movie so her hair was a different color and tom cruise for some reason had longer hair they made that after the fact and the reason they had to shoot it so weirdly is because they couldn't show her hair color and even if you look at the silhouette his hair is a lot longer so they had to kind of obscure it which created that weird presentation uh, that that's why it ended up being the way that it was. The audience Could wanted they have just that. made it about fighter jets. Like the whole <laughs> love story. I was like, this should not be a, even a part of this movie. This movie would be so much better without this love story. Um, and what is her name? Kelly McGillis. Is that yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So she was five years older than Tom Cruise. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, this woman has no sex appeal. And I remember watching witness like a year or two ago. And I was like, who is this chick? This chick is so hot. And I come to find it's the same woman. And in this movie, hmm. I don't know what happened. She must have walled out in between. The Witness other and movie, this movie is before this one. I think so. But she was really hot in it. Maybe just because she was Amish and keeping her mouth shut. And then this, she was an <laughs> astrophysicist. Yeah. yeah. Um, but something. And so I, w- I looked it up. I'm like, she must be 40. She was 28. In this movie. I didn't look it up, but I, 
I thought that she seemed clearly older than Tom Cruise. But that was kind of the point. Of, like, I didn't have a problem with that because it was part of the plot that she was supposed to be I guess a little would, older than It was like role. It was sensible to the role, I suppose. Yeah. But she just like Tom Cruise, the asexual leaning towards fag. And then she was like asexual leaning towards dyke. So their sexual <laughs> chemistry, it was just so bad and distracting. And I just hated it. And then I, I also hated this goose plot line. It's like they had to manufacture some sad part of the story so that they could make the film more emotional. Um, I just wish this whole thing was about fighter jets and there were no women. And uh, this goose plot line was like less sad and everything. Um, I, I just, I just hate it. I gave it a two. Wow. We are, uh, we're on a very similar wavelength as far as our oh, rating good. and as far as our critiques. Well, okay. and, but I, as always, I will spend a little bit of time up top discussing the things I can force myself to appreciate. Okay. okay. And it's interesting. My wife said the same exact thing. She was upset that I didn't put it in the review. But as as we got more and more into the into the movie, she said, "What is this? A setup to a gay porn or something? What are we? What is this? <laughs> it really was that what volleyball scene? I'm like, why are they so shiny? Like, <laughs> they're, all, they're oiled up. They're all oiled up. Please, Maverick, stay for one more game. No way, man. Ew. I got to get to my totally hetero date that I'm already yeah, late for. Yeah, totally. Okay. Things that I can force myself to appreciate. There's like shades of really generic useful messaging or or lessons or morals here you persevere through adversity you don't quit even when you kill your dumbass friend because your life has purpose and that purpose is banging <laughs> your boss at work whatever uh there is there's a theme about uh disregarding the rules and that costing you eventually there is actually a little bit of complexity to that in this movie that i appreciated because of course uh, uh, maverick disregards the rules to his own advantage several times he saves cougar he beats uh jester and then goose dies and it's not uh, maverick is found not at fault for goose's death it was something that was kind of outside of his control and so you think well it wasn't his rule breaking that did that yes and no it's the theme here is kind of that that making a habit of breaking the rules will catch up to you eventually and it's especially interesting to me that it's his rival iceman who tells him, listen, man, you keep doing this stuff. It's, it's going to bite you. You are, you are entering the danger zone to borrow the song. And they played um, that song three times. Yeah. yeah, That and uh, take my breath away. It's like, I get Ugh. it. Ugh. Um, th- there's some interesting themes there that, uh, that, that if you break the rules for the sake of breaking the rules without thinking critically about why the rules are there in the first place, that is to say, usually they're based on some sort of learned wisdom that you should at least understand before making the decision to break that rule. Maverick doesn't really do that. It comes, it comes back to bite him. But the other theme I appreciated there is like, even, even your enemies, Iceman, if he is in fact an enemy and not a secret lover of Maverick, that you, you, your enemy, you can hate your enemies even, but you still want to maintain a certain level of perceptiveness with them that sometimes your enemy can see things about you that you can't. You don't have to uh, become, uh, you don't have to embrace the, the Prius bumper sticker philosophy of coexisting and love is love and all that. But it just means that uh, be perceptive with your enemies and their critiques of you. Sometimes they can, in fact, be right. And this was an interesting uh demonstration of that i thought that they accurately presented a female driver quite well i don't they didn't even need a stunt driver for that scene just set up a camera in any street corner in la you'll get your shot and to your point (laughs) 
the action was fine. You know, the, the planes go zoom, zoom and bang, bang. And I shared the view that if there was more zoom, zoom and bang, bang in the sky, it would be a better movie. Instead, there's too much uh, homo and workplace erotica. Now, as far as what I didn't like, uh, I joked in the review that it should, in fact, be called Bottom Gun. <laughs> but, but it is uh the movie is bizarrely and uncomfortably homosexual as we've been talking yeah. about and I, I don't mean like in the that's gay way the colloquial sense i mean man-on-man attraction gay with zero apparent purpose or plot relevance examples the bizarre sexual tension right away between maverick and iceman at the bar it's like you guys are kind of rivals but you're like in each other's face no when you're when you have a rivalry with another dude, nobody does that. I've never uh, people I've considered rivals, competitive rivals in my life in athletics or academics or even professionally. I've never gotten a guy's face like we're about to make out in that way. That's weird. Ugh, yeah. Then that escalates into a tower uh, towels only shower encounter later. The speech. I just, but I just told you about it's interesting that Iceman warns him about what's coming and then it sort of comes true. Yeah, they had to do that in the shower, like shirtless, talking with each other. At one point when they're at the bar, uh, Goose makes a gay joke that doesn't really come off as that much of a joke. Goose is like, okay, you got to have carnal knowledge of a woman this time. And and Maverick's like, okay, you got me there. I, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then, of course, you've already mentioned it, but the com- just the complete non-necessity of this bizarre beach volleyball scene and even more weird like it, it, it's preposterously gay but yeah but uh w- the most preposterous part in maverick's case who the hell wears jeans but no shirt that's the weirdest outfit i've ever seen nobody you don't do that jeans but no shirt in an athletic event and i i, I want to be clear here like i'm not I'm not clutching my pearls about homosexuality or like cringing at the mere sight of a gay person or something. It's, it's that it is so plot irrelevant. It makes no sense unless I'm supposed to believe that there is an intended subplot about repressed homosexuality or something. It was supposed to be about team building. Maybe, you know, who has a great bit about this movie actually being about repressed homosexuality. That was Quentin Tarantino. Oh, really? If you uh, I linked in the review, he, there's a, a bit he does in a movie from 1994 called Sleep With Me explaining why Top Gun is not about airplanes at all. It's, in fact, a story exclusively about repressed or suppressed homosexuality. <laughs> you mentioned the 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 romance with uh, Miguelis or Charlie as her character is named. Um, I, I also did not find that uh, redeeming in any way, but not just because it wasn't necessarily believable from a chemistry perspective, but because the whole situation is not something I admire or root for. This is a government workplace romance in in the context of an elite military training program. In general, you don't want workplace romances between superiors and subordinates because that compromises professionalism but especially in the context where we're supposed to be prepared for our enemies and you're going to mess it up with this bizarre i'm not cheering for that you guys are like yeah. peter struck and lisa page screw i, I hate you <laughs> I what are know. you doing so i i couldn't cheer for the romance uh so that that eliminated that whole storyline for me you mentioned the soundtrack i agree it was overplayed and it got kind of cheesy uh, even though I like 80s power ballads, uh, I, I like that genre of music. I'm not a hater of that, but stop playing the same two song 
mixtape for the love of God. But even that was better than the, the karaoke, the live performances. Oh my God. The, the bar thing, the, the bar song to uh, Charlie to try to attract her in the first place, please shut up. Yeah. But at least yeah. that was plot relevant because they were trying to, trying to woo her. Then you have the goose family rendition of great balls of fire. Terrible. Yeah. Even worse. And that one was like, that was just to demonstrate that goose has a family. It's like, okay, I already knew I that it. though. And surely you could make them more, uh, relatable than just this crappy karaoke scene or piano. Scene. Brian, her hair is always such a problem. I didn't recognize her at first, but then, uh, she was a real piece of tail. That thing. Well, congratulations goose. Uh, <laughs> although maybe goose was into other pieces of tail as well. Goose seemed like the least gay guy though. He was a family man. I'll give you that. And the last point of criticism, uh, way to honor your dead friend, dude. I know that I just disrespected goose with my own jokes in the, uh, in the review, but I don't understand this bit about Maverick throwing goose's dog tags overboard into the ocean at all. I understand that it's trying, you're supposed to symbolize Maverick overcoming the burden of feeling responsible for what happened to goose, but you can let go without, tossing a keepsake like that I, i'm pretty sure goose's son might have better use for those dog tags yeah why didn't give it to him it's just like a selfish disrespectful thing to do i just to me it comes off as a douchebag move i i didn't i didn't like that scene at all uh not that i liked many scenes in this movie that didn't involve just flying planes and shooting guns which is the whole point of it so i agree i uh i gave it a decisive two wiki rating all right. It's definitely a no for me, dog. I uh, I wrote in the review that I remain open to the sequel, though. And I will note yeah. that the movie nominator, Swiftner, he he said this is mandatory viewing to get to Top Gun Maverick. I w- if I if I watch Maverick, I will remain open to it because I've heard good things about it. So if this is pure setup so that I understand who the characters are, fine. No, we're getting trolled with this movie list. These people can't be serious. <laughs> There's a lot of 80s nostalgia for this movie. Uh, and and I could see I could see certain things about it being appreciated. But man, was it over the top in, in some of its flaws. It was just ridiculous uh, in, in uh, its presentation. Suitable for a San Francisco pride parade is what I, what I wrote. Anyway, uh, let's see what the audience uh rating is and people love this movie man <laughs> everyone's giving it fours and fives. Oh no you, got, you guys are also gay you guys <laughs> yeah it's uh like 60 percent of the early vote fours and fives and nobody it's it's not even a quarter of people giving it twos and ones like we did so we're in the minority next week is the fugitive harrison ford movie from All 1983 right. i don't know anything about it i haven't seen it uh and uh, as far as what's coming up after that, the remaining nominees for February from listener Swiftner are The Last Samurai, A Knight's Tale, Enemy of the State, How to Train Your Dragon, A Bridge Too Far, Midway, the 2019 movie, or of course you can reject the list in favor of a randomly selected top rated movie instead. And as a reminder, if you'd like to read my movie reviews, comment how wrong I am, submit your own rating, vote for the next movie, and sign up for the chance to be the movie nominator for the month, the one and only place to do it is in my weekly movie review column linked in the description and on the homepage of the website. That is madchristensenmedia.com. All right. I, w- I was really curious uh, how you were going to respond hated to this. It, yeah. Because... 
I think that like me, you have uh, a soft spot for 80s nostalgia. Generally, I do, but it's got to be good. This was just too much 80s. It was too yeah. much 80s in this one. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought there's no way that she's going to sit here and tell me that football is gay or other sporting activities are gay. But like shirtless, sweaty volleyball with all of your military buddies for no apparent reason. And it's like all the zoom. It's like all the close shots on their on their muscle tone and stuff. Like it wasn't even just the the event. It's the way that it was shot. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. That's it's yeah, probably enough thinking about that for me. I don't I guess I don't need to discuss it any further. I just I, I <laughs> the reason the reason it baffled me so much, too, is I had no knowledge of that. I knew what Top Gun was like, oh, it's a movie about airplanes and they shoot other airplanes. OK. Yeah. And all of a sudden this stuff, I it, that just totally blindsided me. I had no idea that sort of weirdness was in this movie. Yeah. That's probably why I was You've never heard jokes about this. No, uh, no, I've not. I've not heard a single Top Gun is gay joke at all. So anyway, time to catch up with our uh, chatters. Uh, a few more over on Rumble. Let me uh, catch up with those. Lazar or Laser 47 L-A-Z-R. Uh, Matt and I once made love. He grabbed my joystick while we sang about great balls of fire, then proceeded to launch missiles from his cockpit while increasing thrust uh taking our love to new heights well uh i guess that's Ew. right on brand with the uh with the uh with the review here and the movie itself thank you for that why are you gay implosive critter says matt and i once made love jesus man it's like the top gun the top gun bit invited all of the chats of this theme we had to ride around in wheelchairs together afterwards but no one even yelled ableist slurs at us i'm not chopped about it well we put in all the effort. We didn't even get the reward, I guess. Thank True. you. Slosher says, glad to see you have the same view on Top Gun as me. Watched it 20 years ago. Still hate the take my uh, still hate. Take my breath away to this day. Uh, was that uh, was that song famous before Top Gun or did Top Gun make it famous? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even hate either sure of those was, songs, but it was famous before. But the it, they were both overused in the movie. They happened. They were played multiple times. Terrible. Okay. We're caught up on uh, on Rumble. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining in on the on the Rumble system, guys. Appreciate it. I'm glad to see that it appears to be working correctly as well. Did we do this Robin D. Banks one? We should all celebrate Black History Month and breach containment by bringing attention to FBI crime statistics. It's not often that 13 percent do 50 percent of the job, but it's really more like 6.5. Hey, what about that uh, that chick still in all the chicken wings? That contributes to she the, did diversify the demographics. No, I don't think so because it's not it's not murder violent crime. Uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't qualify. But murdered a lot of chickens. <laughs> Bold Logan or I can't read any of this, dude. Uh, black man is with the mo- is not with the mother of his child that led to another black man's death. Yeah, okay, I can read that. But I can't read this J stuff. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, there's, Logan. There's a there's a, some dots to connect, but he's connecting them, I guess. There's some parentheses to connect. I guess. <laughs> Violate the magistrate. After two weeks of everything from giving away 75% of everything we owned to vicious mountain weather, our family moved from California to small town Oklahoma. Complete. Wish us luck. Good luck. I'm sure you'll be very happy in your decision. Well, congratulations. Um, Getting out of California is an achievement. Uh, the, the wedding I had to go to last weekend was in Oklahoma. That's the first time I've ever gone to Oklahoma. So 
I now have the experience. Uh, hopefully you're not getting the ice storm. I know the ice storm in the South has been disastrous this last week. So really? You're probably getting a, a tainted view of uh, Oklahoma at, at present, but uh, all the best. Wicked masshole. Have you heard that the H5N1 bird flu is spreading mammal to mammal? This could be more dangerous than Kung flu. Good thing we made an example of all public health officials who botched the last crisis. Everything should be fine. I didn't even yeah, know. I'm not, not going to get this. alarmed about any health scares anymore. I'm not doing is that. Is this the one that is related to... What's the one that's causing the problems with all the chickens and the eggs? Is that uh, what's going on here? Or is this one different? Chicken AIDS? Chicken AIDS, yeah. <laughs> that's why we have uh, such an egg shortage and they're so expensive. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Chicken AIDS. Didn't do nothing for 20. I uh, just celebrated Black History Month by eating some delicious fried chicken for my air fryer. People say that I'm trying to black culture, but I frankly didn't do nothing. Also, congrats to Floyd for staying drug free for over two years. I'm proud of him. <laughs> George Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see uh, th- there was Tyree Nichols discussion on the news this morning and they 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 shoehorned in George Floyd and all his family. Why? What Why? the hell do these cases have to do with one another? Entirely unrelated, but for the color of the, the skin of the guys who died. Good Lord. Uh, knuckle on your book. The news anchor's heart condition didn't come from a virus. She got it in December. She, she realized that maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store. <laughs> and her heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> Is that what happened? It was just the Christmas spirit that got spirit, her. Yeah. Well, that, totally. I, I would believe that more readily than I'd believe their explanation of cold-induced oh, yeah, cold. myocarditis. Um, Aaron, don't follow him that closely, but I caught the video of PewDiePie announcing his impending fatherhood. He seems excited. It was a heartwarming that I saw that. That's so sweet. I'm so glad. I didn't glad. see that at all. I didn't. Uh, Their I guess kid I didn't is going to be so good looking. Who's his? Is it his wife? Is he married? Yeah. Her name is Marzia and she is so cute. Hmm. And well, they live in Japan now. They're going to have the cutest little white baby living in Japan. It's going to be so cute. Uh, I'm happy honorable. about it. Yeah. Auto. Um, long done, done. Is anyone going to ask if uh, moderate by moderate by the book Merrick Garland is going to file federal civil rights charges against the Lexus jogger? Anyone? Moderate this, by the book Merrick Garland. Uh, oh, they yeah. This would this the Southern California guy, the guy who stabbed mm-hmm. the cyclist. If it's demonstrated that he made racial commentary while stabbing the guy, how would you justify not? How would you not? Yeah. Accord, this is according to what? One witness at this point. The sheriff is saying he doesn't have evidence to that effect. But one witness, if the if the person actually witnessed the event and says that, that is evidence to that effect. Witness testimony Correct. is right. frequently relied upon in court. I'm not saying it for sure happened, but we we use that in all sorts of criminal contexts. Yep. I wonder. Good point. But I wouldn't count on it. Uh, Merrick Garland, uh, you know, despite what he says, he often operates the, the opposite way. So I, I would surprise. expect that in this case. Laurel, shouldn't we honor Black History Month by making an extra effort not to appropriate black culture? Should we avoid or ignore anything related to be sure? I want to honor the woke month, the woke way. Okay, so we should not appropriate black culture in February. So what are you going to stop doing? <laughs> uh, I'm going to... St- <laughs> No, no. This is a trap. I could make all sorts I'm going to stop stealing stuff from Target. Okay. <laughs> no, that one's true. Now, see here, yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to stop leaving my wife and son. But 
<laughs> that one's actually true. You do steal stuff from Target. Listen, I just want to feel something, yeah? I, I'm not saying that this is a call to whoever manages the security at the Coeur d'Alene Target to watch for a giant you uh, head of You suck at your jobs. Hair. You're terrible at your job. When I, as I've mentioned, when I worked at Target, this was a huge thing. As far as their, uh, their, their security personnel, their loss management personnel, it's basically women in makeup. That is, uh, that is the majority portion of the theft from from any given store. Just want to fail again. Well, they haven't caught you yet. I really, I, I really sympathize with Winona Ryder. Everybody was like, "Why is she a kleptomaniac? She's so rich." Blah da da da. It's like she's just bored. That's all. Don't you understand that stealing is fun? Dude, I'm, I'm gonna cock on theft as well. But I, I can't, as I've mentioned before, I can't believe how many of you bitches do this. It shocks me. Women that I think are of high moral character who seem to think whether it's for the fun reasons that you describe, or I've heard it articulated to me, well, it's just Walmart. Well, it's just Target. Uh, yeah, and- it is just Target. I walk in there and there's a tranny, like mommy and me display. And then there's like a fat black chick but she also has red hair and freckles and underwear and it's like a giant post and i'm like i'm gonna steal all i'm gonna steal so the, everything in the store i don't give a shit the little mermaid actress has really gone downhill that's what you're saying she's found a new <laughs> line of work they okay. deserve it for their propaganda that's a new one i haven't heard usually it's like they just they have a bunch of money so it's okay if i steal it's like no the, the they guy deserve with the it mansion, for their propaganda the guy with the mansion down the street uh you know he has plenty of uh nice TVs in his house. So if I just take one, like what does he care? Anyway, you, you yet another example of how women need to be, uh, well, it's our fault as men for not keeping you under control. We're just bored. Okay. All right. That's probably also seven. Fun fact. If you get myocarditis, you have a one in five chance of dying within a year. You also have a one in two chance of dying within five years. Myocarditis causes scarring this permanent. Yasmin's days are numbered. Maybe she'll be fine. I don't actually give a shit. Um, anybody that has heart issues from taking the vaccine, it's uh, how's this coming? No, it was from we a cold. told you, didn't you hear? Yeah, really. Future intern, how many black people does it take to start a riot? One. No, it's minus one. It's minus one. <laughs> it took Can me a second. Really? Okay, amazing Esteban. <laughs> wow. Okay, between the homoerotic. Homoerotic themes and the hate stats tonight. Uh, we got some real Susan bait brewing here. Okay. Amazing Esteban. Happy 13%, 80% single father. Welfare abusing diversity higher 50 more 60% violent crime. burning Waffle House fighting STD written. Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Thank you. Did I just hear you say Waffle House and STD under your breath? Yeah, I, I was reading it as clearly as I could. Uh, Knuckle Hunky Buck says they thought it was a spy balloon, but it turns out it was a Chinese gender reveal balloon that was discarded because it had a note inside that said it's a girl. (laughs) How dare you? Future intern says even though February is the shortest Uh, month, it's still too long for Black History Month. We got to find a a shorter month to work with. Uh, uh, Ramiam. Ramiam? I think that's how I say it. Thank you for supporting the show. Let's see. Screaking Eagle says closing the the MAs were a grave mistake. Just another reason that Reagan was a trash president. Excuse me. Crazies everywhere. Can't say 
the words in chat because uh, Susan is mad. This is uh, MAs is what? Is this a, a, a reference to mental institutions, asylums, maybe? I know that that's a big criticism of Reagan. Yes, uh, he I'm did a, reinstitutionalize people. Or he, I, th- I thought he, I thought he took people out of institutions. I don't know. Clearly, I don't know the history. Of oh, this. no, he did take, you know, he took people out of it. He de-institutionalized yeah. people. Well, if you want a demonstration that we have a problem on that front, just go ahead and walk the streets of L.A., Seattle, Portland, San Francisco. Take your pick. My enormous butt. Actually, it's Maya. It's Maya. Her middle name is enormous and her last name is just plain butt. Love you guys. Thank you. We love you as well. Semper Ad Meliora says balloon. Not a big deal. In my opinion, I believe military has been. Uh, has seen these before and collected info on them. This is just China checking out our reaction. And the U S is saying, yeah, bro, we see what you're doing. Um, yeah. Like, am I convinced that China probably got a whole bunch of information that they didn't previously know? I mean, maybe they have more specific geographical information. Like the U S has what appear to be missile facilities at these coordinates, something like that. But uh, I would imagine that they probably didn't learn anything that was drastically new from what, from a general understanding that they already have. Then again, I'm not like some sort of uh, military Intel analyst or something like that. Right, right. Laurel says, so about UFOs, some think aliens, th- some think technology of another country, some think secret U S military technology. I think it's human time travelers, your thoughts. Well, is it possible that there are dimensions of existence that are real that we don't really understand? One, the, time travel would be something sure. like that. Uh, I think about that all the time. Uh, not that I'm a, I'm not like a firm believer in, in the supernatural per se. And I don't even know if this qualifies as supernatural. This might just be aspects of the natural world that we don't understand scientifically yet, but we're always discovering new things about the way the natural world works. And maybe this is just one area of it that we haven't fully understood. We haven't come to understand yet is the, is the, is the way to travel time or the way to, um, transition between dimensions in that way I, i'm at the point where i hate the word transition even when it's perfectly applicable <laughs> i know thanks a lot because it just it means a gender thing to me but the the reason i'm interested in this is not just because like the, the the conceptual interest in how this might work as a matter of physics but because as i've mentioned before like every once in a while i get uh really realistic dreams or weird uh, I don't know, like, like I, f- I feel compelled to make a certain move, even if I can't really explain why rationally, like even doing this show, I felt that like it was the forces of the world are just like, you need to do this, not that, even though it didn't make sense right. on paper, uh, because I had a perfectly acceptable, stable, mediocre job that was going to lead me to uh, sustainable mediocrity for the rest of my life. And I know you're listening to this show and thinking, well, isn't that what you've achieved now? Sustainable mediocrity. Yes, but it's no. my own sustainable own, mediocrity, yeah. which makes it exceptional. You don't answer to uh, no man. Yeah. Uh, it's things like that. It's like certain forces of the world that I, I feel myself perceptive to, but I can't explain. Maybe that's a religious God concept. Maybe that's a supernatural or a force like Laurel is describing where it's like, there's some, there's some, force within another dimension that we can't fully understand. I, yeah, I'm open to those ideas. It's like our understanding of the way the world worked centuries or millennia ago, where it was totally off uh, yep. as far as whether the, well, some would say that our understanding of the earth uh, orbiting the sun is still totally off, that that itself is a mistake, but you know, all those things, we thought the world worked some one way and it turns out it doesn't. Please yep. don't come after me, flat earth people or 
heliocentric. Wait, what's the no. term? What's the term? We're for- heliocentric. Wait, they're all- heliocentric. Let me. What's the term for Earth centric? Heliocentric. Earth centric universe. I know that everybody's really. In- it, it's the geocentric model. Heliocentric oh. would be the sun at the at the center, okay, right? right. Anyway, hope you're doing well, uh, Laurel. Good to hear from you, as always. You want to take over with Kevin? Sure. My great-great-uncle shot down a Zeppelin over Belgium during World War I. Unfortunately, the debris uh, fell on an orphanage, killing four children. He was awarded the Victoria Cross for that. Is that true? Wow. Uh, I could certainly believe the. I mean, it might be entirely true. I'm not dismissing it. I, I guess what seems weird to me is the... Well, no, if you shoot, I guess the the award is shooting down the Zeppelin. To me, I was reading that as he got the award for killing the kids, but that's clearly not <laughs> the case. He got the award for shooting down the Zeppelin. That, uh, yeah, Ooh, I suppose. And I if he um, felt so terrible, if this thing is the size of three buses, now the Zepp- Zeppelins were way bigger than that, right? These, these blimps were gigantic. But if you're dealing with something that is the size of three buses, I mean, maybe it is much more of a concern than it seems at face value that the debris from this thing Everybody likes to laugh at that concept until it lands on your house. And don't get me wrong. If the debris from the sky landed on my house, I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, so maybe maybe we shouldn't dismiss that so much. However, I also recognize that it's probably not the wisest matter of uh, international policy or or, uh, just national security to allow other countries to freely surveil our landmass however and whenever they want. That also has uh, some concerns. And. Frankly, we just give them the information anyway when they ask for yeah, it. Maybe. I don't see why they even need to bother doing just, that. Uh, just yeah, open up TikTok a little bit more. You'll learn everything <laughs> you need to know. Um, Matt McFadder. Blonde, I thought of you. thought you of all people would want to watch the Super Bowl. How patriotic to watch a bunch of Native Americans hunt down an eagle. Yeah, that's true. Hey. There are important themes. That's true. Uh, I that's hate true. both maybe of I the teams it. involved, so it'll be a hate watch for me. I don't even know why I hate the Chiefs. I just do. I, I it's just the Chiefs are kind of like the new Patriots, except for they don't cheat, so I shouldn't hate them. But I just hate the Chiefs. Sports, yeah. Zorzi. Uh, sorry, no long, no long thoughtful message today. I'm visiting family in California, and I feel my brain cells dying by the minute. By the way, it's pronounced with a hard Z, like Zulu. Zorzi. Ah, uh, uh, silent go. H. God bless. Thank you. Zorzi. Michael. Thank you. What did Ping too say when her ophthalmologist told her she had a cataract? Ah, no, 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 no. I drive a rinky. Wait, what? Is this referring to my Ping too or what? Yeah. yeah. That's the only Ping too, I guess. Cataract. Cadillac. Cataract. Oh, oh. I drive a Lincoln. I was like, but she doesn't drive a Lincoln. (sighs) Anyway, I ruined the joke. Sorry. MC Krakowski, thanks to both of you for making the news fun. God bless you both and may the forces of evil always become confused on the way to your home. Thank you. <laughs> well, they haven't got here yet, but uh, yeah. I haven't received the the Fed knock yet either. So I do have things hanging over my door to confuse evil, um, evil spirit. Ah. Daniel Yeager, infrastructure debt traps in the Caribbean, a planned naval base in Argentina and Lula in Brazil, thanking Xi, China is employing a containment strategy. Uh, with regard to the U.S., I assume? Yeah. Well, I did see a map, too, and uh, I'm not the biggest expert on how all of this is laid out. And uh, in the interest of time, I, I figured it was probably best to just cut it. But 
and this is not to say that I, 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 I'm not a, I'm not a pro-China guy, as we've uh, discussed on the show, uh, and I want nothing to do with the communist Chinese. However, when you see a map of all of the U.S. military installations surrounding China, it, it is fair to acknowledge the perspective that uh, maybe uh, a foreign country might feel threatened by that level of uh, containment that we seem to be applying as well. This is not me saying that uh, we should we should play nice with China or that we should consider them friends. I consider them to be ideological opponents of basically everything I stand for. So I'm no fan of China. I also recognize, though, that if you start, if not committing aggressions, setting yourself up for what could be viewed as implied aggressions, you you can escalate conflict in that way. Right. I know the counter is, well, what are you going to do? Let China run unchallenged and allow them to to grow stronger and to you know, steal all of our intellectual property and all the other stuff that they do. Yeah, I mean, I, I recognize that uh, in my in my rosy view of perfect isolationism, that that's a situation that contains its own pitfalls, too. But I don't know. I, I suppose the the more I think about foreign policy stuff, the more concerned or critical I get about what appears to be a lot of attempted world policing, uh, a lot of uh, meddling that we appear to try to do, whether it's in the context of China or the context of Ukraine or any other place. I'm not saying that sitting back and allowing your enemies to grow stronger is certainly wise because I can see where that could create some problems. I'm just saying that our, our status quo foreign policy approach of uh, poking around here and there all the time, if not directly bombing here and there all the time i'm not persuaded that's building a safer world for us yeah but yeah i don't know uh maybe i'm maybe i'm the fool maybe we uh maybe the only reason china behaves at all is because we have a whole bunch of guns pointed at them uh, at various points uh near their borders i don't know i Could don't be. think they're afraid of us well um there's a there's <laughs> a there's a point in history in which I would have said they should be. And actually, I would still say that now in terms of military capability. But I also have to acknowledge that uh, the philosophical rot of this country and the masculine rot of this country, uh, I don't think that our military might is as intimidating as perhaps it once was. Then again, look at what it was in the 80s with Top Gun. Who the hell was intimidated by that? I wouldn't. Be. Yeah, I know. All the volleyball <laughs> playing. We aren't even the yeah. best at genociding anymore. <laughs> who's the best now well i mean you, you gotta look at mao bolsheviks were real good no, i mean at currently like today oh yeah um i don't know i mean were we ever the best at genocide i don't think so hmm. that's what is america even come to I mean, well we will return to our people? ways one way or another I, I forgot to mention during the uh the the alleged transgender commentary in minnesota um the way that's going to get corrected is uh, the Somalis are going to rise again. You think the Somalis are going to put up with this bullshit? They're not. Somali gonna, world order. Yeah, we're going to get Black Hawk Down reenacted very quickly if we keep it up. Oh, God. Is this the world I'm looking forward to? <laughs> I'm going to be too old to be somebody's sex slave. Blonde is going to be in the back of some 80s Tacoma with a mounted gun riding around <laughs> trying to down Blackhawks. Uh, sounds awesome yeah eric burns marsh to quote lou rockwell don't believe anything until it's officially denied ain't that the truth yeah that's a good rule um knuckle hunky book my last little jogger history fact in new zealand during the 60s and 70s the word road work was replaced by the word jogging promoted by coach arthur lydiard who popularized jogging huh 
Thank you. Uh, well, now Mr. I know. Barker. Thank you for informing me. Good I appreciate it. No fractal insights. In 2011, a research group started Project Loon, which Google later bought in order to bring internet to the rural areas of the world. Those balloons are used to suspend satellites in the sky. Oh. So wait, Google's really? behind, Google has a role in this? Oh. All right. This is, this is tinfoil. Do you want to take over? Yeah. Uh, gay dad's bear. This is the only political show I watch uh, still as well. Also from the St. Louis area. I actually found Blonde Before Matt on YouTube. Interesting. I know there have been uh, some people who have followed that path. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Rodzilla says, Matt and I once made love. We waited to pop in the water to avoid a muddy cow pie disaster. If you know. I don't. What and I don't mean. explain it. Don't explain it to me. Don't do it. Don't. Uh, I think I, I understand what you're getting at, but... Uh, I'm going to shy away from the uh, fecal imagery. Robin D. Banks. Thanks, as always. Eric Burns Marsh says, trust government in my lifetime alone. MK Ultra, uh, Cointel Pro. I am not a crook. They took the babies from the incubators. Iraq has WMDs. Uh, yeah. D- distrust of government uh, is a foundational value for this country and really for any wise person of any kind, I would say. So yep. yeah, it doesn't mean that you have to reject everything by default, but I am saying if you reject whatever the government says by default, that's a safer position than believing whatever they say by default. Sure. Bill McPherson says, uh, Rebecca, you should have gone with prison sex, stink fist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anima. Am I pronouncing that right? No, nobody pronounces it. What is it? Some people say enema, but it's spelled like anima. Yeah. All right. Uh, parabola. And, uh, for, for new tool and right in two. Also yeah, watch yeah. Uh, Danny Carey on drums playing Numa on the YouTube. It's insane mastery of art. Yeah, it's awesome. I have met Danny Carey hmm. for those that can what, What's his role? He's the, is, he's the drum he's player? He's the drummer. Okay. And he's six drum foot nine player. and he is so hot. Why did I say he's drum player? Hot. That's a weird way to phrase it. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of normal. Drummer. Yeah. Fractal Insights. Because the topic came up, Tool's most recent album was named Fear Inoculum. Yep. This could be taken a few ways and inoculation from fear or inoculation of fear uh, about the same time event 201 happened. So this is pre-corona, right? Yeah, I mean, I would I would buy into some conspiracy theories about this, but um, I was listening to Maynard on Joe Rogan and he's like a, a bona fide retard. It was so disappointing. I don't know much about the band, but given your appreciation of them, I guess I would consider that surprising. Big retard COVID idiot hmm. was talking the whole time about. I'm sure he's like double vax boosted and all the stuff. Stephen Sugar says, "Do I sense that Ilhan Omar being booted on the J issue is bittersweet for Blonde?" Well, you guys are unlikely teammates. We are. Her <laughs> brother's my... so lucky. <laughs> well, that was another point of uh, AOC's commentary. Uh, People have told Ilhan Omar to go back to where she came from. She's American. That She is an American citizen. And I'm thinking like, well, there's pretty good reason to believe that she committed some form of immigration fraud. Yeah, she totally did. That's the, yeah. And I don't, I guess I don't know if that applies to her citizenship status, but it certainly would applies to her brothers. It would appear that the marriage was for the sole purpose of getting him into this country on a permanent basis. Yeah. I guess, does that technically make her a non-citizen? Probably not, but it would mean that she has abused the system to get family in. And they don't care about that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
if if you could truth serum Ilhan Omar and ask whether her fundamental allegiance lies to the United States or Somalia, what do you think the answer is? You think that she really believes in foundational American values? No, she's trying to destroy this country from within. I mean, which is awesome. So yeah, we are unlikely allies, aren't we? What did she say? Uh, oh, when she when she gave her speech about getting booted, she said, "I'm going to still work on behalf of." She said something like, "Work on behalf of those around the globe, or work on behalf of the world, or those who are struggling overseas." I forget exactly the way she phrased it, but she was saying, "I'm getting up here to represent like oppressed people in Africa or somewhere else, not in America," and it's like. You represent uh, citizens of Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's it. Like it's borderline inappropriate for you to say I'm representing San Francisco's interests because those are not the voters who elected you for you to say that you're representing foreign interests who want some piece of the American pie. I mean, I don't even have that's not I don't have to read into your motives. That's you openly saying I work on behalf of not Americans. Yep. Thanks, lady. Electric Ninja breaking former governor Arnold Schwarzenegger involved in a crash with a cyclist in West L.A. Is that actually real? Uh, uh, long ago, he was he killed somebody, didn't he? Oh, did he? He actually did he? No, no, no. This or is, this is legit. No, 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 this is. Yeah, let me um get the story up. This actually is like. Did right, this just happen? Yeah. Uh, KTLA reports. Let me uh, see if I can get it here. Arnold Schwarzenegger involved in crash with cyclist in Brentwood per TMZ. This is today. Oh, former governor Arnold Schwarzenegger crashed with a cyclist. Uh, KTLA police confirmed to KTLA that the cyclist was struck by a vehicle at the intersection of blah, blah, blah street. Female cyclist injured in the crash transported to the hospital. Photos shared with uh, TMZ showed, showed Arnold behind the wheel investigation ongoing. She probably was doing something stupid. <laughs> she was probably being a mouthy bitch. Yeah. Just like, uh, what's her face? Uh, anyway, uh, that's a callback to your Gabby Petito take. That's what that is. She was being a mouthy bitch. <laughs> you know? uh, collision appears to be a simple traffic accident in which the cyclist pulled out in front of the former governor hey. who had no time to break before hitting her. No crime is suspected. So this appears to be cyclist fault presently. Well, would you uh, look at that? Arnold should have got out and started stabbing her and <laughs> chastising her for her white privilege. I know, right? Uh, um, let's see. Incompetent in, hands, yeah. Matt. Not sure about how I feel about the exchange of body parts. Blonde, it's not against the law, ho. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not against the law, ho. Fuck you. <laughs> that woman's a hero. Das Pooch, I can't help it. I may loathe myself for it a little bit, but I wouldn't hesitate to hook up with AOC. No regrets. All of us would hook up with AOC. Okay. Uh, well, as we've talked about before, absent all knowledge of her, I, I wouldn't, it's not like I would see her and think like, that's embarrassing for that guy or something. I, I don't consider her either a looker or like disgusting. Have you seen this picture but, of her with, um, wearing a dress with this sheer top on? You that's fake. Like that That's a hundred percent. Is it really? Yeah. That one's, you can see her full, that's a Photoshop to show what or to show her Photoshopped nipples. That's not oh, real. Oh, because I saw that and I was like, oh my That's God. That's not real. But you can like hardly see them. This could be real. No, that, that shopped 100%. Oh. I can't even show that one on screen. I'm pretty sure Susan will kill me for it. Okay, it's on Know Your Mean. Damn, too bad. Confirmed fake. 
Yeah, I think so. I'm going to look into this for research a little bit more. Can, Canadian Egg says, Matt and I once made love. I felt such a high that the U.S. government thought I was a Chinese spy balloon. On learning that I was Canadian, they happily shot me down with mm-hmm. a second thought. Well, thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your time up there. Moist farts. After delivering her sermon, AOC left the Capitol and robbed a liquor store, abandoned her children, picked up a bucket of chicken and washed it down with some purple drink. Take care, faggots. Well, that is in celebration of the month, I guess. Knuckle Hunky Buck says, if the police car is an empty gesture, it won't be empty for long. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I wasn't ready for that one. That's a Hunky Buck classic. It'll have someone in the back that's representative of black history. Nicholas H. Didn't know that uh, Peppa Peppa Pig got a nose ring. Is that uh, like Porky's? Is that a, a Looney Tune? It's like a like a new kids. Thing. Oh yeah, okay. I should know this because uh, we turn on the you know we turn on the kids cartoons for for my son occasionally, but I've not encountered Peppa Pig. It's yeah. not even new. It's from two thousand four. I should have. You discovered Bluey yet? No. Oh, Bluey's Bluey? the tits. Bluey. That's too close to Bluey. That sounds. That sounds. Uh, you gotta watch Bluey. <laughs> what, what the hell is it? It's a kids show about like a dog family and it's wholesome AF. Bluey, like the color blue. How do I spell this? B L U E Y. My kid does not get very much screen time, but like, you know, when things have to happen, there is Bluey. I've never seen this at all. Doesn't uh, I thought Blue's Clues had the copyright on blue dog cartoons. Oh, no. Hmm. Bluey, it's a whole new thing. Let's see. Where did I leave off? Uh, Chubby Stubby. Hopefully these new skins on the service vehicles are flame resistant. Reform is useless until the subculture of violent treatment towards authority is also reformed. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I, I might listen to ideas for police reform if you have at least an idea about reforming criminal behavior. Then maybe mm-hmm. we can find some solution here. Uh, Sizzla says, uh, thanks for the weekly show. Just canceled my Timcast subscription. I think your show deserves more support. Well, we are honored to have your support. Of course. Um, I don't know what's going on with the, the Tim drama, but I know that it's, it's Tim versus the quartering. That was yeah the Twitter drama related to Eliza blue. Something about, they, I don't know. She, that's one of those stories that I I've seen going back and forth on Twitter. And it's like, there's, this has developed so many different ways. I don't have the time to look into exactly what's going on here, but she claims to be trafficked. She's been exposed as not having not been trafficked. Having the, traffic, yeah. the quartering was supposed to go on Tim cast. Something fell through and then Tim blocked him. I think if I'm understanding correctly, now that I'm the TMZ of YouTube drama here, there was an accusation that Tim had a relationship with Eliza blue. And that was the nature of the blocking. I doubt it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, thank you for your support. And uh, I hope that everybody is is able to come together as friends. Simon Reichek, or Reichek, I apologize if I mispronounce. I've heard that you substitute eggs for blood in any recipe and the outcome would be no different except for the color. So that's an option if you want to save money, I guess. Can you use your own blood if I need? Can I nourish myself with my own blood? <laughs> can I make scrambled blood? Is it uh, cooking the pan nicely? Thank you. Esoteric Unbound says, great review. When I was recruiting, when this uh, recruiting flick came out, I had just gotten out of the Navy and had no desire to see it. But my little brother insisted I take him. By the way, most of the officers acted at least this gay. Well, 
I put that in the review too. It's like, I, I know that the, there are accusations against the Navy right. uh, about yeah. certain gay tendencies. And I also know that um, as a result of this movie, applications for, for air programs within the Navy jumped a lot. I saw that statistic as well. Right. But if you were trying to recruit two Naval, if you were trying to recruit Naval pilots, why did, was that the, we want the best gay pilots. Is we that can get. why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, thank you for uh, the insight and the support. Max says uh, M A I O M L is over five years old. Good on the community for keeping it alive. Also, Owen Benjamin has a skit about Top Gun being gay. What the hell is uh, M A I? I don't know what the acronym is. Yeah, I'm sure I, I'm 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 missing it, or I'm sure we referenced it earlier. And I'm will just you Google it. that? Well, apologies I for scrambling my brain. I haven't heard Owen Benjamin's bit, but um, or apologies for it. my scrambled brain. I don't see any immediate reference for what this acronym is either. Let me know live chat. Um, Doom Paul, longtime viewer, first time super chat. I've been watching since Trigglypuff. Oh my gosh. Did you know that Neo Re- on Realist channel got nuked by YouTube? What? I did. Yeah. I didn't know that. That sucks. Uh, I, I suspect maybe it'll come back on review. The only reason I say that is because I, I have been in contact with him and he did tell me that he had no active strikes on his channel. That this oh. just Susan got him in one swoop and as of well, as of earlier today, in fact, I looked because I have uh, one of his streams linked on my <gasps> website. So I went over to see if it was still blocked and I can look at it now. Yeah, it's still it's, down as of right now. It's Matt and I once made look. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Neil Unrealist. Let, let us know if we can do anything to help. Hold him right. He's still I fighting said, Susan. So hopefully we'll get good. a good outcome there. Um, I've said these things to you. But in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That's John. Are you guys done uh, with John yet? We are finishing up. So that's a good opportunity to, and I'll make a more formal announcement in the coming weeks, but we have what should be three lessons left uh, closing John's gospel in the Bible study that I do. If you haven't heard uh, on Saturday nights, 8 PM Eastern time, we are off this next weekend. So the Bible study will resume on February 18th, so 18th, 25th, and March 4th for what will likely be the final three lessons of John's gospel. After can I just that, join now? Yeah, of Is course. It- anybody can. Uh, and and if, you, yeah. if you wanted to catch up on the lessons, uh, the Bible study page has Robert, who runs the, the Bible study. He's got his blog posts with all the detail that you can read every, every Bible study session is an hour, but they're all saved in a podcast form that you can listen to as well. Um, so we will do the last three lessons of John's gospel. And then we're going to take it. Uh, we will likely take a little bit of a break before season two of Bible study. Although we haven't worked out the exactly what season two of Bible study is going to be it's coming but, back though. Right. Yeah. It sounds like, uh, well, it's, it's up to Bible study leader, Robert. Um, and I have to defer to what his availability and desire is, but we both, uh, I think found value in it. So we'd like to continue doing it. So oh, we should have a season two, which is, we don't know when season two will start and what the content will be. Okay. Well, I'm in homepage I'm in. of the website. If you want to find the Bible study information. Um, Chubby said, I think Matt should move his Sasquatch around for each video and stream like Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you for noticing the Sasquatch if people haven't. Can I point? It's hard to do with kind of the mirrored effect here. But where I'm pointing right by my little MC cork thing, there is, in fact, a little uh, Bigfoot figurine who's in that kind of uh, Gimlin Patterson classic Bigfoot walking by pose. 
And um, yeah, maybe I should give it a, a different spot each time. The other piece I haven't moved uh, onto the background yet. Do I? What did I do with it? I still have the candle. Oh, here it is. I still do have the candle from. Uh, as the ba- oh no, it still lights. You can kind of see it's illuminated. That's the candle from the January sixth vigil that I haven't figured out what to do with either. It has to go. It has to go back there. Well, I have to save it for next year. It's battery operated, so it should, ah, it should still work. Thank you, Chubby Stubby. Um, Knuckle Hunky Buck. Make America Great at Genocide Again. May Gaga. <laughs> Magaga. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's uh, when Blonde becomes president. God forbid. Oh, I got to reload. Is there anything else? Yeah, I have to reload as well. But uh, I think uh, I just have the smartest man in the world. They have two seat jets. They have military work dogs. Why aren't there any blind spots? Racism. That's why. Let the dog fly and quiet the bigotry before Guam capsizes. All right. Thank you for the thoughts, smartest man in the world. I think we are uh, all set. Um, yeah, we're good over on Rumble. Let's see. We're all set on DLive. Appreciate you guys over there. And it looks like we're good on Tippy Stream and YouTube, unless you see anything else. And give it a quick no, refresh. Okay. Anything else before we're out of here? No, thanks for joining us, guys. Fun show. All right. Thanks for uh, your participation this evening, everybody. Appreciate uh, you tuning in live. Appreciate your chatting. Appreciate your super chats. And appreciate all your poor taste jokes in celebration of Black History Month, among other events. Uh, if you are looking for more material to listen to, you can find some of that stuff. Uh, Blondes interviews. We got um, call-in show uh, available on demand. Other inf- uh, other uh, material you might not find on YouTube. Check that out on the audio platforms of the show. Linked in the description and over on the website. Also have the Bible study sessions available for listen- listening to. Any of that stuff, anything show-related, the website is where you find it. MattChristensenMedia.com We'll be back on Sunday, because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It is the Matt and Blonde Show. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Try